Leave the oil behind this year if you want the top quality CBD that's out there. Uh, Next Evo is who we rely on, and you can save money right now. Tell them about it, Bob. NextEvo.com, promo code KLBJ. Get 25% off your order. Next Evo, KLBJ. Just in time. I got everything plugged in just in time. How about you, Chew? You ready to go? Always on time. Matt, you ready to go? All right, let's do it then. Mornings with Matt and Bob, powered by Chewy. It's an all-new week and a whole new attitude. Oh, yeah, baby. Let's do today's starting lineup so you know the players taking the field. If you're new to town, it's very important that you match the faces with the voices, with the names, with the bank account. Ladies and gentlemen, the man straight ahead. He's promoting his favorite heavy metal band, Bone. Is it Bone? Is that how you pronounce it? It's got umlauts over the I don't know. They confused everyone. That one turned off. Yeah. Uh, He's the hardest working man in show business, ladies and gentlemen. A uh, heavyweight champion in every aspect of his life. And there's so many aspects to him. He's He's like a kaleidoscope of hobbies and activities, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, From uh, being a shoe head to a food truck connoisseur. He loves the ladies, too. Very respectful. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together. The man who takes your phone calls every morning on the fly, he whispers. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Chewy Eldorado right here. Thank you so much. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I I learned in business school a long time ago at UT that uh, your resume, your personal business resume, Uh should only be a page. You shouldn't really go more than a page long, you know? It's just too much for people to read. But this guy has a resume. No. It reads like a novella, a small book. Um, Episodic television. No way. Stand-up comedy. Wings? Part club owner. Uh, He worked on an oil rig in a foreign land, ladies and gentlemen. Out there in the middle of the, uh, I don't even know what ocean he was in. I don't even know. Ladies and gentlemen, you may know him as Austin's greatest living storyteller. He's here with us every morning. Please, show some respect for Mr. Marvelous Matt Bearden. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Folks, were you driving around uh, yesterday? No, I'm sorry, Saturday? Were you out driving around looking at the city? Did you see that giant posse of folks on electric bikes? Huge possible. Wait a minute. They like had a it, ride without essentially me? taking over the city. I looked. I pulled up next to them. I looked as hard as I could for Bob Fonseca, and I thought, how can you have a, a ride without your leader? That doesn't make any sense. I didn't to even ride. get. I didn't even get notified. My assumption is they must have all been gathering up and headed out to Bob's house. It's the only oh. thing that would would describe that, right? Explain that. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. He uh, is looking good this morning. He's looking pumped. Look, I got my bike shirt. Ladies, on. he's looking cut. By the way, I, I can see flex in them in them dar muscles. Mm. It's our leader, no. and uh, takes good care of us, and we are all appreciative of that. That's why he's a member of the rugby. Ra- yep. Uh oh. Stroke number five. Texas Radio Hall of Fame. No. Mr. Bob Fonseca, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much, Mr. Marvelous Matt Beard and Chewy Eldorado. Good to see you. I missed you guys. Was it a, was it, <clears throat> there's a couple of good e-bike tour groups out there. 
My friend Rooster, of course. This looks like 40 or 50 people. And my people. friend Shag. I've got two friends that have e-bike companies. I hope they don't war. I hope they don't rumble out in the streets of Austin. But Isn't this was like enough? 50 people? That yeah. sounds like a meetup, a group ride. It was something huge. Man, it might have been a... There's a company called Zoos here. Might have been a Zoos ride, but I'm I'm Man. supposed to be on their mailing list. What happened? Just holding up traffic, huh? 85 degrees yesterday. It's going to be 90 today. Yeah. What What's going on? This is it. This is end of times. Nah, just different climate. End of times. It's climate change. End of times. Not 90 degrees. End. The expected high today. Mm. Now I might have to load up my bike and go out today. Enjoy those temps. You know. Well, so. you, what are you going to do, Chew? How are you going to celebrate? You I'm gonna fasting go make... today. What am I celebrating? The, the fact that these summer-like temperatures. Oh, I already did. Yesterday, I went disc golfing at the new Austin Beer How'd Works. you do? How'd you shoot? Did you shoot? How did you throw? throw? Yeah. Which, by the way, that new Austin Beer Works, like, I had no idea that there was still a lot more, you know. I mean, how many? Con- uh, country and, and kind of uh, ca- land out here in Austin. How many cages do they have? Is that what you call You don't call it holes. Uh, no, those would be uh, the chains. Yeah. Call them the chains. You call them, is that what you call them? Yeah. Really? How many yeah. chains they got? Do I hit the chains? I think it's a basket. We call them the chains because I hit the chains. Yeah, well, yeah, how many holes do they have? Yeah, how many chains? I got chains? 18. It was actually pretty badass. And the Yellow Bell Taco Place that is Interstellar's Taco Place is there. Did you wait in line for it? The line wasn't that bad. How, I just thought uh, like for Sunday, there wasn't a ton of people How many there. chains in one did you have? Uh, no. No. Not even on a par three? No. No, it's too bad. Almost got a bird, though. Too bad. It was great. It was beautiful. Yeah. I mean, head out there and go. uh, I'd like to do that. It's over there, right here? Springdale. It's, uh, yeah. It's down on Springdale. I like it. It's right next to my house. Yeah. Oh, maybe we can hit Matt Bearden's house from there. But I liked it because it felt like some country country, you know? Yeah. Like where you could get ticks or whatever. Carpetbaggers don't even think about it. Mm Mm-mm. Start slashing your tires. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you got out. Why not hit it again today? Get a little practice in. It felt good because I mean, I had a squad of like five people, so you know I was hiking a lot. Walking, Ooh, you guys were rolling deep. Yeah, starting I fights. I'm mob everywhere. Well, I did though. nothing but yard cleanup for two days, Saturday oh. and Sunday. Well, Saturday I got I, you know I got to go to the FC opener, which oh. didn't turn out well. But did we win? No, no, we did not. No, I don't know. He said FC opener. Oh. But uh, we, uh, yeah. Well, you know, our $6 million man was missing, so that that probably put a little damper on things. But That's preseason. Um, anyway, we still had a good time, full stadium. Everybody, uh, good time. The new food places are intact? They still, never, they still haven't asked me to hit the drum. People I don't even know are hitting the drum, and I don't get to hit the drum. I don't even know. It's like, I, guess, I guess my star is faded. I don't know. I guess if you ask for it, that's not good either. So I'm not asking. I'm just saying anybody that beats the drum at Q2 Stadium should be more famous than Look, me. Look, the guy that owns that <laughs> that's drum. That's all I'm saying. The guy that owns that drum is just getting all of his cousins. I know that in. guy. He's just getting all his cousins and everybody who is nobody right. before anything Thing is, else. I say hi to that guy Because nobody pays attention to that. No one cares. Anyway, who is it? it who good, is it? It was a good time. Who 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 was beating the drum this, this I week? I don't know. A yeah, rapper, exactly. Some rapper. Exactly. I don't know. I, uh... Maybe you need to do more hip hippity hop. Bust the flow right now. Yeah, hit it. Ready? Go. Three, two, one. My name is Bob, and I'm here to say I would like to beat that drum in Q2 one day. Get on that big screen. Well, stop moving your hands all like of that. me, 
and then I'll have a beer and then have to. Uh, uh, uh. Don't well, do your hands. Look, look. I'm not here. Yeah. Why are you having? No. What rapper has ever done that? I'm not here. Give me the beat. I'm not here to cause no scuffle. I'm just trying to do the Q2 shuffle. Bro, I should be Pharrell. Y'all should hear this beat. That was kind of, good. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I realized is that food prices there have gone through the roof. I'm not. I'm eating before I go from now on. Yeah. As as uh, good it is, is it as fun as it is to eat stadium food? Uh, I'm going to hit the Culvers before I or the the taco truck. That's what I should have hit. Yeah. Right there in the gas station Correct. parking lot. I'm right. gonna hit. Yeah. Why, yeah. That's. Yeah. I'm gonna do that or Culvers before I go or when Wiener you take schnitzel. me. Let's do Reg. Save Red Hills until. Until yeah, I got you down for game number 36. There's only 35 matches. Yeah, well, let's hope we make the playoff. It was fun, though. I saw everybody I got to see. Got to pose with the Pollo. Uh, saw uh, Brad. I didn't go up to see Brad in his little station, though. You know Brad, Brad and Rezzy? Yep. He's got a little oh, area that he takes Brad. over. Takes over? Yeah, he hangs, he hangs lights and banners, and it's... It's at the middle of the top of the supporter se- section on the last row at the top. Yeah. If you he see, some, if you see some Christmas lights up there and a guy in a green cowboy hat, that's Brad. I need to holler at them. I love Brad and Rezzy. That's that's the one couple that is, like, fun and lively and, like, you know. I they lean, I and they lean in. If they're going to do something, they do it all. Uh, I checked in on them a few weeks ago. But it was a, it was a good time, but I think $50 for two tacos and a Coke is a little... Standard? <laughs> no, actually, it was. You said two tacos. They were and a actually Coke? sandwiches, sandwiches, barbecue sandwiches. Two sandwiches. Two barbecue sandwiches and one Coke and a tip came out to forty-eight bucks. Oh, I think that's so twelve dollars. Half a C $12, note for twenty-four for lunch is a little thirty. I mean, it seems look, a little. It seems a little steep. I had a feeling that that was uh, eventually coming. Yeah. And this is probably probably why I don't get to beat the drum because I tell the truth. I have a great time. I'm I've been a season ticket holder from day one. I got no complaints. You know, being other than I have you have options, so I'm going to exercise my options because I can't do forty eight dollars for two sandwiches and a coke, one coke. I didn't even drink. Look, you know about the coke for Dylan. You know what comes with being around that crowd? What? You're going to have to spend a lot of money. Well, it's you know. not it's not free to be cool, dude. No. Or rich. But I uh, had a good time. That was a good time, even though we took an L first game. Didn't look like we had anybody that yeah, could. It's a warm-up. Score. Practice game. I'd like to try to be a soccer coach for a day. What would be your advice? Huh? Uh, shoot the ball if you have it. But I'm all the way on the other side of the field. <laughs> shoot the ball if you have it and create some chaos. That maybe, maybe it'll bounce off the goalie and you'll get a second shot and put it in. I don't know. But... Driving downfield at full speed and getting, you know, 12 feet away from the goal and then trying to pass it off behind somebody? Maybe not advisable. But then you won't look Maybe not advisable. Well, yeah, because the goalie... I don't care if you look like a ball hog. Shoot the ball. The goalie could kick it, and then when the offense is on the other side of the team, they got a head start to the next. Yeah. But then that could be offsides. No. You don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. You're just throwing stuff out there. It's soccer, right? (laughs) I played FIFA many years. You don't always have to pass. Many That's years. what I, that would be my thing. I go, guys, come here, gather around. All right, yeah. huddle up, gather around, huddle up, guys, huddle up. We got to get back out here gather in a second. Around. This is only a thirty-second uh, timeout. Okay. Put your, 
Put your huddle up. Put your arms around each other. He's not going to try to wrap it. And then I would. Then I would get in the middle of my group of players, whatever, whatever, they, whoever they are now. Okay. I'd get down on one knee with my clipboard. Oh, boy. Huh? He's I not going to be able to I get I up. Go, listen. Hi, l- allow me to introduce myself. <laughs> allow me to introduce myself. I'm your coach. Here's the deal, fellas. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving you permission to shoot the ball. Okay. Kick the ball. Put the biscuit in the basket. Yeah, dude, you've never even beat the drum. Why should we listen to you? <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. That is so true, Matt Beer. Anyway, it's a good time. I hope you can get out to Q2 Stadium. I I, I, uh, I tell it like it is. I uh, have no ill will toward anyone or the anything. The food's expensive. What a hot, food. Take. <laughs> what a hot take. Hot take. You're in a you're in a confined environment, and the food is a little expensive. You're a captive audience. Anyway, I don't know how QC's going to recover. <laughs> I'll tell you about some cool technology they had there though this weekend. It is time for Click Click Boom, and today's Click Click Boom is focused directly. Everybody, take your laser beams and your your solo lights, and turn them directly onto Mr. Bob Fonseca because uh, he will be the one to let us know if this click boom clickbait has any basis in fact. Remember, we go through the clickbait, so you don't have to. Today, we look into an article written that says the seven best vinyl albums to own. Mm-hmm. According to audio files. Okay. Uh, I like that. Thanks for bringing this in for me. I can confirm or deny these to be true. I'm probably I'll see how many of these I have. I'm wondering how many will be jazz albums. I feel like I feel like almost like jazz and classical led the the rebirth in vinyl mm-hmm. back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, classic rock to hip hop to jazz. These albums have not only shaped the music industry, but have also become iconic pieces of art in their own right. Now, uh, that might be... I don't know why audiophiles would care about the art of an album, but uh, anyway, uh, let's get into it, my friends. Uh, start it down. We'll start temping it down. At number seven... Ooh, I don't think you're going to argue with this one, except that maybe you'll think that seven's too low for it. According to Atlas Records... Never heard of them, but... The record was released as a concept album, which showed a different path for this band. It was a a departure from their earlier rock sound. The album featured intricate arrangements, innovative production techniques, introspective lyrics. It's now considered a landmark in the history of popular music Mm. and has influenced countless artists across various genres. Mm. Well... I can think of about 12 albums that describes, but hmm. for everything from Sgt. Pepper to the 12 Dreams of Dr. Sardonicus, but... Uh, yeah, but not, neither of those showcased the genius of one Brian Wilson, did they? Pet Sounds. I listened to it last night. Ladies and gentlemen, Pet Sounds I listened to that album in its no. entirety in last 1966, night. In 1966, yeah, and uh, there wouldn't be Sgt. Peppers without Pet That's Sounds, correct. right? That's uh, correct. The Beatles heard Pet Sounds and said, what the hell are we doing making the pop rock that we're making? we got to use our brains a little harder. we got to get back in the studio. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was Paul that was... I don't think John and George had a clue, really, what really. was going on. They didn't really care. It's like, oh, geez, Paul's making us go to work yeah, again. That's 
That guy, he's such a harsh taskmaster. I know the burden of having your team think you're a taskmaster <laughs> when all you're trying to do is yeah. just trying to keep you keep it up, keep yourselves on top. I'm not going to argue about pet sounds, but I'm going to ask you: Did this Atlas Records or whoever you, you're referring to are they are, did they mention whether it's the stereo ver- version or the original as it was intended to be heard mono version? Which I have both of those. Yeah, which, Atlas Records is a uh, they sell albums. Yeah, I'm going to say go with the mono. Back to mono. Well, it does not say here. Oh, Hal Blaine on drums. None of the Beach Boys were on that record, by the way, except for Brian. Well, they all sang on it, but none of them played. Hal, Hal Blaine was on the drums. How, why Carol do you think, Kay was on the bass. Why do you think that none of the Beach Boys played on the album? Because Brian sent them on tour to get them out of his hair so he could go into the studio with the Wrecking Crew and make that record. And how do you think the rest of the Beach Boys felt about that? Uh, they were, they were hesitant at first until they heard it. And they're like, yeah, these, uh, I think Tommy Tedesco can play better than we can. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I know this because I just watched the Wrecking Crew documentary yesterday for the second time. And that's what kind of prompted me to go upstairs and listen to Pet Sounds again. Was, was watching the the documentary? Yeah. Did you when you listened to Pet Sounds last night? Did you listen on headphones while you were in a big, uh, like beanbag chair? Yes. Okay. Good. I turned that's on the, my lava that's, lamp. That's the only way that you could. I only turned way on my lava it. lamp, and uh, it really is a good album. Uh, let's go to the next album. Oh, good. Great. Number six, ladies okay. and gentlemen. Okay. I have declared this album to be one of the greatest albums of all time in track order, and I have regularly mm. said. That few albums can be listened in track order. I did an entire summer one year. You know what? It was right before I joined the show, I mm. believe. I did an where I only allowed myself, if I wanted to listen to a song, I had to listen to it where it was in the album. Does that make sense? Yep. So I only listened to albums for an entire summer. I did not listen to any single tracks. It was right, you know, we were, at that point, we were... Maybe four or five years into the iPod, and I wasn't sure where we were headed. Boy, did I lose in my, my, my gamble there. But Yeah. Um, I had a Del Diddy. What I said was, okay, here's the deal. I'm only going to listen to albums. If I want to listen to a song, I have to listen to it until I get up to it, because I really wanted to figure out how much work we used to have to put in to get to a song. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. And I said, oh, you know what? I think since this album, I really think it's very, like, have there been any complete albums that can compare. Now, there are a couple since then, but this one, from its opening track... Give us a clue. Daft Punk, Random Access Memory. It was the first one of Prince's album to reach so crazy. number I listened to Purple Rain this weekend. On the Billboard 200, it's Purple Rain. I listened to that this weekend, too. When Dove's Cry played endlessly on MTV. Um, it is sonically superior. It is uh, extremely good. Uh, if you went to Club Recess, which, of course, was the teens-only club near my house... Well, if Purple Rain was on, you could you could bet your soul that uh, Andrea Becker and I were dancing cheek to cheek. Mm, mm. Which cheeks? 
Uh, no, nothing dirty. I think we were in seventh grade or something. That's pretty good. Uh, the guitar playing was off the Incendiary. Chain. Yeah. It was incendiary. And even songs that I wasn't sure about at first, like Computer Blue, have certainly grown on me mm-hmm. as having their place on the album. The uh, the iconic album cover features Prince in a striking pose. You know, I, I stood on that spot. It's in the Warner Brothers... Uh it's in the Warner Brothers lot. Oh, really? Yeah. That stairwell behind him and that door where Apollonia is standing or whoever whoever's back there. And what was always so odd about it is the way that that... It's almost like they took a movie poster and then they didn't have the correct... It's always looked odd to me. There's some tension because it's... And then on the there's borders of flowers on either side mm-hmm. of the photo. I've got a foil. I've got a couple pressings of that, but I got one on a, like a silver foil cover, which is pretty cool. Uh, a visual representation perfectly captures the essence of the music within, solidifying Prince's status as a musical genius. Genius. Yeah. And that, ladies and gentlemen... That's it? That's all you're going to give us today? I'm going to give you two more tomorrow and then oh, two on Wednesday. Oh, come on, man. What? I could do this all morning. I know you could, but do, so far... So I'm two for two. Two I for... Have, I have both of those in multiple formats. Oh, I have a feeling that you'll have all these albums. I, I haven't looked ahead because it's true clickbait. Um, and I'm not counting, like, CDs or streaming. I'm talking about stacks of wax. Stacks of wax. Oh, hang on. I got you on. Stacks of wax. I am so insanely sore today. Me too. I uh, I decided to do body work on my truck this weekend. And it turns out that as you age, the up, down, bend left, bend right, get underneath, get on top, climb on top, it's like... Uh, it sucks. It hurts your body. Mm-hmm. You're sore. Mm-hmm. Or it's, uh, am I just not doing enough with myself in general? I don't, no, I don't I know, know what, you what mean. your activity level is, but yeah. We should all be working on our core daily. Yeah. My core seems fine. It's my damn knees. I will say this right now, though. I do have the best hoopty uh, in the parking lot right now. There is no, There's no bumper. There's no grill on the car. I'm just riding around with... Um, I've got, uh, what do you call it, Head headlights zip-tied to the front of the car. It is definitely a piece of work right now mm. to get to back to work here. Got some parts on order. but uh, I'm excited for you. Yeah, I am too. I've, I'm going to finally get, uh, I finally got everything taken out from the um, that accident I had about two years ago. But I have a couple of little brackets that were bent that have to be re- reordered. Mm. But I managed to take the entire core support on the front of the car and uh, and take everything out of it with a, a $15 come-along and a, and a sturdy pecan tree. Damn. Yeah. Uh, and then yesterday I uh, washed and waxed and all that stuff. But the, it's looking great. It's, it's moving It's moving on its, it's moving on its way. Man. But I wasn't smart enough to realize that if I spent seven straight hours, two days in a row in the sun, that my face was going to look like this, which is like a bright berry. Are you getting the Corvette lights on it and the tail? Mm. Yeah. Is that cool? Yeah. Please. I like that. All right. Well, what else? Well, I don't know. We've, let's let's turn to Bob because we've lost Bob. We've lost Bob down a, uh, a rabbit hole. Bob, no. let's chat. Yeah, go ahead. What, uh, what's, what has gotten your attention here? 
these, are, are you worried that it's a real, it's not a state plaque, right? No. I don't know what it is. Someone just sent me. It's a pretty good reproduction, I guess. Yeah, no, it's it legit. Mine and tell him if that's real. It or looks not. legit. It's not. It can't be. No, it's not. I mean, I've seen it before. It's it's glued to the building where steamboat used to. Well, be. Well, no, it's in the open here, but maybe it's been. You know. Someone. Oh, I don't know what that is. I don't know. That's not a. That's something that somebody just. Maybe you can just type whatever you want to now into a generator. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Let's Bob, see. what would you Somebody call sent Bob a picture of what appears to be a Texas historical marker with his name in it. And now every time I glance over, I realize he's he's looking at all kinds of historic. Like what are you are you trying to find out like how do you find out if a historical marker is legitimate? No, it can't be legitimate. I'm just trying to figure out what the what the base photo was of that. Like, oh, did you find the the I base think photo? I did. I think I did, but there's not enough of the background. Anyway, it's not important, but it's pretty good. Thank you, Greg. I'll give you a rock and roll news salute Thank during you, the appropriate Greg. time. Uh, that was pretty good. I don't know where you well, got did that. You, did, did you that. read it already? Yeah, it's all about the Steamboat Club. Remember downtown? Of course. Let's read out all the all the bands that were there and all that. The first real rock club on Sixth Street. Let's read, read out. So you got this in the in the, in the emails, right. the electronic mail, which is by the way, mail sent electronically. Yeah, that's how it's that's all how they the came rage. Up with that. Yeah, the kids love it right now. All the kids are in the the emails. Um, so read some of it to to, to uh, the folks so because remember you you keep saying remember. The steamboat and acting like, of course we do. I would, I would venture that less than twenty five percent of the population of the city have ever even heard of the steamboat. Right. Okay. So because the steamboat closed in what two thousand two. Yeah. No. No. Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, actually, to say it was before two thousand, the steamboat closed. So it's twenty five years ago. And I guarantee you that, that what, 75% of the population is new to the city since then. Right. Mm-hmm. So read, uh, read what's been sent to you here. Okay. Stand by. And I'm not trying to be bossy. No. I'm just You're trying just to... trying to see if I know how to read. No, I'm... I can tell now that this has been... It's, it's a good job. They did a good job. But now I can see some of these curved lines here. As someone who does a lot of this kind of work, I can mm-hmm. see that these aren't correct. These are a little askew. They're not perfectly. They didn't use the arc, the arc uh, command properly. There, ah. the first real rock club on Sixth Street Steamboat was originally a restaurant bar with bands at night, like the original Steamboat Springs on Burnett Road. That's right. The original Steamboat Springs, by the way, was where uh, Dallas ended up. It was that building. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. The actually the original Steamboat Springs is in Colorado. Right. But there was a time when Spring Steamboat Springs, the club. Was on uh, Burnett Road. Okay, where the greatest where Dallas roads. was for many years. Yeah, and but, now it's Tumble Twenty Two. Think of that. Well, if you know where the Tumble Twenty Two Chicken no, is, no, that's a standalone. Oh, yeah, it's in the parking it, it lot, same there, parking yeah. lot. Yeah, uh, on Burnett Road. But Sixth Street was the uh, was rocking, and it didn't take long for music to win out. All right, no one's putting rocking on a historical. Correct. No one's putting the word rocking on a historical marker. No, and they didn't even put it in quotes. All right. It uh, didn't take long for the music to win out. Though it booked too many uh, cover bands to be <laughs> the cool club, Steamboat on 6th was a consistent positive on the scene for 21 years until it was uh, priced off the block in 1999. SRV recorded in the beginning there in 1980, and the regulars included Eric Johnson. Shout out to Eric Johnson. Mm-hmm. Van Wilkes. Correct. Shout out to Van Wilkes. 
Extreme Heat, I don't know any of those guys, and The Business. Remember The Business? In the mid-'80s, Steamboat, Steamboat owner Craig Hill started regularly booking national acts like Los Lobos, Red Hot Chili Peppers, but the club's glory years for the local music was in the 90s when bar manager Danny Crooks, shout-out to Danny and Sean, turned club uh, into clubhouse with bands like Joe Rockhead, Vallejo, shout-out to both of those. Mr. Rocket Baby, that was uh, Johnny Gowdy, wasn't it? Yep. Uh, little Sister, that was Patrice Pike, Push Monkey, mm-hmm. Ian Moore, Breed. All these people have played our show many t- many times over the years. MC Overlord and many more. On Steve Boat's last night, Bob Schneider reunited Joe Rockhead and led an amped up uh, led, led amped up club club regulars in trashing the place, even demolishing the stage. I don't think Danny's going to quote. I don't think Danny's going to get his deposit back. KLBJ FM's Bob Fonseca said the next morning. Who wrote that though? Why would I why would know. even anybody put my somebody that knew history and knew you and the show? Why would they even put that on there? I don't know. Anyway, who sent it to you? Some guy named Greg. Well, I don't know. It. Well, then he did it. Ask him why he did it. It's a nice little history there, and all those bands that you mentioned I mean, it's there. It's all true, right? Well, that, and, and I that, don't know. I don't remember ever saying that quote. I could have. Here's the thing. Over 32 years of doing this show, I didn't write down everything I said. I should have. You really should have. It would have really. It would have helped. Because then today, instead of doing work, we could just start reading the things that you said. <laughs> but I don't remember saying that, but I could have. It sounds like a witty Stupid thing, I would say. That was a clubhouse for... I mean, Austin was a much, much smaller town then. Mm-hmm. Much smaller scene. But there was a certain group, I would call it... Uh, I don't know, if it, would you call it like the high school... The popular kids or not? And it, But it wasn't... It wasn't exclusive like popular kids might be. Anybody was like... It just was... I guess if it was Austin's get out, get out and doers, uh-huh. the folks who chose to get out and go do something, mm-hmm. that place was always packed. Is it the cool kids? I guess that was. But I mean, I saw a couple shows there. It was nuts, man. That place was nuts. Oh yeah, had two levels. They forgot to mention that. Well, it had kind of three levels. Mm. There I'm, was the there was the weed level too that was well, hidden, hidden downstairs. Mm. Yeah, I won't name the big... Who? Just name it. It's not illegal now. Mm, Lucas Haas. Oh, yeah. Lucas used to go there. I mean, mm-hmm. that's actually who I used to go with. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. uh, my, my knowledge doesn't go back that far. It goes back to Paradox. That's it. Paradox. We should have, Paradox, we should have Sean on someday. I, I communicate with Sean. He was over at South Austin Music now. He's uh, Danny's son. Right. Who uh, run? He's like the manager of South Austin Music or whatever. We should have him on talk about it some morning. I wouldn't some of the stuff. I mean, no offense to Sean, but we could include Danny in that, couldn't we? No, yeah, we could. I don't know if Danny's, you know, still in the market or whatever. Now I remember, seen him in a while. Remember, Sean was a kid back then. Yeah, a little baby. Yeah, and that was the weird thing I remember as a kid, because sometimes you would get invited into these parties. I happen to have done. It was post the Austin Story show, so mm-hmm. people be like, "Hey, do you want to go back?" Into the fun area, but I can remember. Are we? Are people really smoking weed? There's a kid here. Oh man! <laughs> there was this kid running around. It's like, man, what? A, there's a baby. There's a there's a baby in this bar. That baby is full grown Sean Crooks now. Yeah, cool as hell. He is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. 
So, well, there's a little trip down memory lane for everybody. There you go. There you go. Back when we used uh, to rock, when it we used to be rocking on Sixth Street instead of just drinking on Sixth Street. And Steamboat, and fighting. Steamboat got changed into what? The library? Is that what bar it turned into? Uh, was the it, library? I think. I want to say yes, but then I think maybe that bar with all the ferns. What was the bar with all the ferns that had the cover bands adjacent to across the street from Steamboat uh, Paradise that the Archangels wrote that song about? I don't remember that at all. You don't remember Paradise? No. They wrote a song about it. Hey. All I no. remember it had a lot of hanging plant, a lot of hanging because you, you know the term fern bar, right? That that was Paradise, right? I don't. I remember. This is before In and Out. Oh wait, wait, wait! You across the street. I was thinking across Sixth Street. You mean across the yeah. whatever the cross street was? Right. Yes. yes, I do. Well, Paradise was actually you could go eat. You could eat. You could eat. It was right. a restaurant, and then they had stuff later at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, um, Margie Coyle's husband, mm-hmm. Alex. Worked and ran Paradise for a long time okay. before we went to Cap City. What a small world this whole I can't thing remember. is. I, we knew everybody knew everybody. And now, now, now we now don't know anybody. Nobody, nobody, nobody knows nobody. Like, I like it that way. Do you? Not really. It was kind of. <laughs> it was kind of fun to go downtown and see the same two hundred people it was, every wasn't night. It? They, well, because we didn't have anyway. We, there's no way to hook up. You know, we didn't have cell phones and there were no we cell phones. Was, but you didn't need cell phones because nobody. You didn't even make plans. No. You just, at some point, you got dressed in the evening, and it could be 7 o'clock or it could be 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. At some point, you got dressed and you just went to Dirty Six. Right. Because you knew you were running into friends. Yeah. And you'd, you'd run into somebody. Yeah. It really was, there was no question about, because you didn't have to call anybody or say, hey, are you going out tonight? Are you doing anything? Where are you going? You never had those conversations. You just took a shower. You put on your clothes. You probably didn't take a shower. I know you don't like to bathe. Bob, and um, I just above the waist. That's all. Here's the other crazy thing about Sixth Street: you drove down to Sixth Street and you parked. You could park on Fifth or on Seventh. You just right. you just parked right there, and then you were there. <laughs> and then when you got hungry, I ate it. You know, Sixth Street. I think I probably ate at the f- first food trailer I ever ate. What was that? It? That wasn't Pizza? like uh, best it, worst was er- best worst was really early best worst. And they yeah. had an Italian. Uh, they had a sausage and uh, peppers. Ooh. And they had other, you know, all kinds of these, you know. And that, that was the first food truck I mm-hmm. can remember eating at ever in my life. And it was on 6th Street. Yeah. And it seemed like everybody ate. And then they, well, they, then they opened up over Polos or whatever well, they, outside of The best of worst did this genius thing, which is right just before 2 a.m., he would throw on a bunch of, he would put a huge slab of butter on top of the onions and garlic, and then that smell oh, would yeah. steam out over the street, and everyone's like, ah, I better have a sausage. Give me one. I better have now, a sausage. Now, if it was a good night, you'd go down early and have dinner at Gilligan's. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to experience right? Remember spaghetti, Gilligan's? Spaghetti Warehouse is what I want to experience. No. It wasn't well, good. Do they have different spaghetti noodles or sauces that you could change? The spaghetti warehouse was across the board not good. It right. just was. It was there. It was there and Garlic available. Bread had to be okay. Oh, the bread was was banging. Good. I'm glad that we got that out of the way. And sometimes, if you were lucky, you got to sit in the trolley. And if it was a date night, a first date, you felt kind of special. Yeah. But you were in the trolley. Damn. Yeah. Oh, st- if it was a I'm first date, and you ended a... up in the brass bed. Whoa. <laughs> no. What did you have something to talk about there? It was a simpler time. It really me. was. It was a simpler time. We were a hayseed town. We were, you... we were a small town that had 
no couth. And you could and probably get cool. out of the spaghetti warehouse with dessert on a date night for like 35 bucks. Now you got to buy her omakase. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I can't even, forget it. I can't even spell that. Forget it. A right. simpler time. What's the max amount of money you could lose before it drives you crazy? Like, if you lose a dollar, maybe it doesn't bother you. You drop a 20, you drop you drop a 20, 40 bucks, it's got to hurt. What about $300,000? Bob going to tell you about it in three minutes. John Henley loses $300,000. I report the news. Sort of. That's what I do. It's Bob Fonseca's Rock and Roll News. Oh, yeah. How you doing out there? What's happening? It's time. The moment you've all been waiting for, the rock and roll news. Oh, thank goodness for the rock and roll news, because the regular news news? Not so good. Oh, my gosh. Boring! Sorry, did they hear me? Did Todd Jeffries just hear me say that? Uh, No, but the president of news may have heard you. Yeah, I got to be careful, too. The president of the company uh, listens to the, the that station, so I don't... But anyway, news, news. We don't need any of that. Let's get to the good stuff. Yeah. The fun stuff. The rock and roll news with all your sweaty performers doing it to it, making those headlines. I'm Bob. I'm Rock's last great reporter. You're lucky to have me. That's for sure. I'm here with uh, under-exclusive contract with KLBJFM. This is the only station in America that has me. Much to my chagrin. I would love to be syndicated and pulling down some of that mailbox money, but, you know, that ain't happening. It's not going to happen. Well, it's not because it's, it's not happening. It's just not currently happening. Well, there's no rock stations left. So Man. who would hire me? That is a bit of a that's a bit of a pickle, isn't it? I should have selected my marketing plan. I should have I should have executed it a little better. You know, but I'm happy to be here. And I've got headlines for you. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Here they are. The big headlines from Bob Fonseca's Rock and Roll News. All right, thank you. Thanks for that introduction. I didn't need it, but thank you. I just uh, buy, I was buying you some time. The, the lead story... I thought you might want to put your pants back on. Don Henley apparently has lost $300,000, sort of. Now, last week, I reported about the court case that's going to the New York Supreme Court. About 13 pages... Mm of Don Henley Hotel California lyrics that were stolen. Stolen! By a book researcher, an author who was doing research on a book of the Eagles, and he borrowed these lyrics, and guess what he did? Hmm. He never gave them back. He never gave them back. And last week I reported that uh, Don Henley uh, thought that the uh, value of those uh, lyrics was in excess of a million dollars. One million dollars. Turns out, according to the court, they're worth about seven hundred thousand dollars. So we are uh, we're going downhill there. That that works out by my DJ math to be. Let's see. You Hang take, on a second. You take, Hang on. Let me, where is see it? See if I got. Get your computer. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna do this in my head. I'm gonna do this. At, look, I'm not looking at the story yet. Now here's what helps. Instead of thinking of it as a million dollars, seven hundred thousand divided by thirteen pages would be f- around fifty-four thousand dollars per page. Do you want me to tell you if that's correct or not? I'm kind of curious. Okay, because well, normally I don't do math that great on a. Mo- don't, I, I, I'm not so good at math on a Monday. 
Yeah. So do do seven hundred thousand divided by thirteen. Okay. And see if I'm. All right. Well, you're using a calculator. Don't uh-huh. do that. Okay. It's fifty-four thousand dollars. Wow. <clears throat> wow. That's amazing. You just did that off the the back of a napkin. You watched me. Well, I think you probably did it earlier. I think you did the math earlier. Why do you have to doubt Rock's last grade? I'm not doubting. I'm I'm actually trusting how clever you would be to have done the math earlier. Uh, anyway, the judge says they're worth seven hundred thousand. Anyway, we're gonna see. We're gonna follow this case because uh, these uh, these guys, this trio of guys. I think it's a book agent and an author and uh, and maybe a recent. I don't know. There's three guys that are uh, going to court. And they could face sentences up to four years in jail. What if they just forgot that they had them? Well, I guess they tried to sell them, so I guess oh, they didn't forget. Yeah, it's hard. To, it's hard to say that you forgot that you yeah. had them when you when you tried to sell them. Uh, but the thirteen pages, we're talking about lyrics to Hotel California, like we're talking about the pages of the Magna Carta. You know what I mean? The words almost mean nothing. You know, I live very close to where the Magna Carta was signed. Really. Like within 20 miles. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. I know Magna Carta is probably Jay-Z's worst yeah. album. Is that why you're talking 20 miles away from the microphone? Well, no, because I was talking oh, to you is. guys directly. Oh. Not to the listeners out there. Oh, so it's a, it's a listeners, if you did hear that part about oh the Magna Carta, will you do me a favor? Will you, will you guys please? That was, not, that was not for you. That is what we call in the industry, and by the industry I mean the business, we call that an aside. I'm not going to do an aside. I'm full on mic. Do you sleep on your stomach or your side? <laughs> Good question, Matt. All right. Chewy? Yeah. I don't know about Matt because I don't want to bring him because he's kind of a downer. Okay. But I think we need to go to this. We got to talk to Johnny Rude and see if he's got extra tickets to this Sting Billy Joel show. This looks kind of interesting. Hey. It's going to be at the Al- it's going to be in at the Alamo Dome, I think. And really? I don't think it's coming to Austin. I think it's in San Antonio. Am I right? I've listened to Billy well, Joel's asked, recent single, and it's actually pretty, pretty good. It's actually uh, uh, the concert's pretty cool. It's brought to it's brought to you by Hip Replacement. Oh, so Sting and Billy Joel opened up their joint tour in Tampa over the weekend, and it was banging. In fact, mm, banging. In fact, banging. In fact, banging. I say I want to go, but this thing looks like an all night affair. All right, so... Dang, all the way to 9 p.m.? This was on the 24th of February, which was... You get a discount ticket at Luby's, by the way. Which was Saturday night, right? Right. At Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. Gosh, I should have went there because I have a place to stay for free in Tampa. I like Tampa. What do you like about it? Huh? The Bay. I I did an e-bike ride around the Bay last time I was there a couple months ago. Oh, yeah, they're known for their Bay. It was fun. It was fun. Good food up there, too. You go to Ybor City... Or Ybor City. I don't know how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Huh. Oh, it's a good time. It's I'm good time. It you should come with me next time. Uh, and it's about an hour from Disney World. So Now I'm in. Anyway, uh, Sting opened up. I don't know if he's going to open up every Whoa. night or if they're going to flip floppy. But uh, Sting did like 16 songs as an opening act. That's too much. I'm ready to leave. But he did every one of his hit. Name a hit. Name a Sting hit, and I'll tell you if he did it. Uh, I'm so yes. happy that I give me the t- can't stop crying. Give me the title. That doesn't sound like one of his hits. 
What do you mean? What's the name of That's it? That's literally like one of his What's biggest... What's the name of it? I don't know. I'm so happy or I, I can't stop crying. Never heard of it. What do you mean? That's it's not literally one of his biggest hits. That's a B-side. Uh, yeah, that's Fields clearly. of Gold. Uh, he did not do Fields of Gold. I'm okay. so happy I can't yeah, he did. stop crying. Track number seven, Fields of Gold. Oh, so the song's actually called I'm So Happy That I Can't Stop Crying. That's the name of it. I've yeah. never heard of that song. Bob, it was like his biggest hit. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Roxanne. That's the police. That's not Sting. Well, he did a he did a he did several police songs. Well, he may do that, but he can't he can't pretend that those are just his songs. So Billy Joel came out with him and did every little thing she does is magic at the beginning of Sting's opening set. Dang. So you get to see a little Billy Joel at the beginning. That's a smart move when you think about it. Why? If you're gonna see two superstars, but maybe you're a bigger Billy Joel fan than a Sting fan. Keep them teasing them. You tease them. Yeah. And you come out, message in a bottle. If I ever lose my yeah. faith in you, Englishman in New York, if you love someone, spirits in the material, fields of, brand new day. Yeah. Heavy cloud, no rain, shape of my heart. Then well, Billy anyway. Joel came out and he was like, desert rose, fields of gold, rock, sand, Dreaming money for nothing, spirits in the material world. Okay, so then <laughs> they take a break and Billy Joel comes back. And guess how many songs Billy Joel does? Holy, holy schmoly. More yeah, than this, 20? This sounds brutal. This sounds so I'm brutal. Not going to I want to go. To go to, go to a concert where they... Johnny Rude, I want to go. There's nothing, worse than, when, there's nothing worse than when a, when a musician decides that they're more important than their audience. Because number 11 is my favorite Billy Joel song, bar none. Are the seats cushioned? Bar none. Uptown Girl. He does it. That's number 21. I'm talking about track number 11. Number 21? That's not even the end. He's not even at the encore yet. Oh, my God, dude. He does. This is so brutal. He does 24 songs. So, in total, that is 40 songs total in the course of the evening. I'm going to lay down on the floor if you take 40 me. songs. I'm tired. If I'm we say that it's an average... An average of four minutes a song. There's going to be some talking in between and breaks. Mm -hmm. like, but just music alone, mm -hmm. you're looking at two and a half hours. That Oh, I'm sure it's crazy. a three-hour show. Uh, number 11, my favorite Billy Joel song. You can fight me in the comments below. New York State of Mind. Best Billy Joel song ever. Really? And I haven't thought about Billy Joel in several years, but I think I would like to see this show. I think Nas's New York State of Mind is better. Chew, Chew, come with me. I'll pay exorbitant arena food prices for for you. I, I'm going to want to eat beforehand. Johnny Rude, are you up? Call me. Do you have tickets to this? I want to go see this show. Uh, you could curl up with Bob during The Stranger. I don't know what it would take to make I'll whistle good. in your ear. There's really no incentive you could give me that I would that would make me want to go. Who would go with me? My wife would absolutely be in the front row with you for that kind of concert. She ain't coming home. Three hours? She's going to go she three not, hours? I'm not bringing her home before midnight. I'll tell you that. Don't wait up. Don't wait up. She Here's the other thing. She won't wait up. You're going to have to carry her home because she'll be asleep by... Uh, We're going to hit that Whataburger in New Braunfels on the way home. And no telling what will happen. Anyway, I want to go. Johnny Root, if you're listening, hook a brother up. 
Uh, Liam Gallagher has a message. <laughs> I think that Johnny Rude actually, because he wants to maintain some respect for you, already tuned out. Um, I am an innocent man. I, re- I reported last week that uh, <laughs> in one of the biggest, uh, uh, what do you call it when someone makes a mistake? What's a fancy French word for when you make a mistake? Uh, what is football? Bob Fonseca. <laughs> Matt, that's not kind. <laughs> You're not going with me to sting in Billy Joel. <laughs> a faux pas. One of the biggest faux pas the Rock well, and Roll News. I'm so happy that I can't the, stop I mean, crying. The, one of the biggest faux pas the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ever did was nominate Oasis. <laughs> because, <laughs> because, you know, that doesn't end well it's for anybody. It's been so good, though. They've just been, the two brothers have been fighting, and they've been insulting the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for two weeks. It's been amazing. So Liam Gallagher got on social media and said, hey, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, quote, unquote, do me a favor and F off. <laughs> Classic. You're not, you're not, but that is rock and roll, though, isn't That's it? It's pretty rock. Like yeah. when, the, when the Beatles of... gave their medals back to the Queen, it's kind of like saying, hey, we don't conform to your, your ways. We're rock and roll. We do things a little different, so take these medals and shove them. That's what, kind of what Liam Gallagher is saying about the, uh, about the, the thing. only issue with it really is Oasis is how old now? Has that band been around for 25 years yeah, now? Yeah, they've got to be. Uh, early at, 90s, maybe? And at first, it seemed kind of unique that there was this band telling everyone to go F themselves. They told their fans to go F themselves. They told venues. They told other bands. They told each other. And so it was kind of fun at the beginning. But 25 years of just two guys telling everyone to go F themselves, it, like you need a new song. You know what I mean? Mm. Like At that point, you're like, ah, okay. If you're a Kansas fan, Matt, and I know you are, dust in the wind, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Uh, point of no return. Come on. Come on. The point of no return. return. And then you do the echo. Return. No. Point of no return. return no, return. you wait till I say it. Okay. Then you do the echo. It's the point of no return. Echo, echo, echo. Are right, you guys echo. suck. You can't be in my band. Kansas drummer Phil Ahart or Ehart Ehart is recovering from it's a major. His last name is actually a hole. Uh, re- recovering from a major heart attack. Uh, we will continue. Wait, to his name is Ahart, re- and he had a heart attack. Yeah, he's re- he's recuperating right now. It's time for Rock and Roll News Junior. That's right. Rock and Roll News Jr., the headlines for the kids on the way to the dropout zone right now. Man, I don't know. These summer temperatures that we're having are going to wreak havoc on the school year, parents, because guess what? When you get 90 degrees in the middle of February, the kids are going to start getting that summertime summertime blues. You know, it's going to be hard to keep them engaged. They're already thinking about summer. Force them go, outside. Are we going to 30A this summer, Mom and Dad? Kick them outside. Lock are we the going door. to Destin? Where are we going? You got to keep your head in the game, kids. You got little ways to go before you get to summer. So work hard, read lots of books, mind your teachers, and uh, 
and uh, start a band because you got to keep rock and roll alive. All right, Selena Gomez once again, and we all we're big fans. We're big fans of Murders in the Building, one of my favorites, which she stars in. Big Benny Blanco fan, I am. And uh, we're big fans of Benny Blanco and Selena Gomez. She's so cute. She's so lovely, and uh, and uh, one of us won. And she just seems like a regular kind of person. And she here's what here's something, kids, you might not know about is that Selena Gomez says she was way into Kurt Cobain. She's a Kurt Cobain super fan. And why wouldn't she be the lead singer of Nirvana Kids? That's a band that you need to aspire to. If you're starting a garage band with your little Fender Mustang guitar uh, in your garage, uh, that's a band you should aspire to. Not a great ending for a band, but you should aspire to that kind of Always go out with a band. level of energy. They rewrote the book. Selena Gomez says she's a super fan. And uh, she said at one point she even died and cut her hair to look like the late Nirvana frontman. So I think she looks better now, to be honest with you. But uh, congrats to Benny Blanco for... um, For what he's doing at night. For (laughs) what he's contributing. This is Rock and Roll News Jr. Yeah, dummy. Making pillow forts? All right. Oh, they think they're making pillow forts? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, did you ever put a sheet over the whole pillow fort? Wait a minute. Pillow make... forts or pillow... pillow? F- no, stop. Both. Uh-uh. Kids <laughs> can Dutch oven. Uh-uh. <laughs> Cleveland steamer. These are clean pillows, not dirty pillows. Uh, okay. Uh, it's time for the rock and roll news salute. This goes out to the guy that sent me that, uh, that, that uh, fake historical marker that he put my Thanks name on. I want to thank Greg. Thanks, Greg. I don't know if Greg has a little... Just Greg. Thank you very much. All right, sing us out, Chewy. All right. Hey, I don't know about you guys, but I had fun for a Monday. Sorry, Don Henley. Your lyrics aren't as expensive as you thought they were. But you know what? It always depends on maybe the day or the season. It might go up in value during the summer. It's like the stock market? Yeah, maybe once the band breaks up completely after this tour, maybe that now people go, oh, well, this is going to be more rare. Whatever. Anyway. Ah, uh, yeah. And I spared you from a Machine Gun Kelly story, so I think I should get credit for that. You do. You get credit. Thank you. I, uh, anyway, it was a lot of fun. I'm going to do it again tomorrow and then Wednesday and then Thursday and Friday. So uh, stick around. Sounds almost like news. a threat. We're back in, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking the mornings. Frankie. Mornings with Matt and Bob. We're powered by Chewy. You can always follow along, by the way, on Instagram, Matt and Bob FM. Matt and Bob FM. I corporate gave us uh, a bunch of Matt and Bob FM handles, like Facebook, all that stuff. I gotta be honest with you, we don't touch any of them except for Instagram because we're visual. We want you to see us. And well, and I don't want to say we're lazy, no but I gotta. We gotta focus just on one place, really. Yeah. You know we're just I mean? three guys. We're just three guys is all we are. But, you know, then again, I say that, but the police were only three guys. Yeah, know. and look what happened to them. Well, they broke up. Right. And they're fighting all the time. Is that who you want to be? And that's are be- they fighting they, they, or are they just talking? They, had to, they even suit each other, and it's because of what corporate asked them to do. Oh. Uh, speaking of corporate, we did have our, on Friday, yeah. this past Friday, we had our corporate awards here in the building. Yeah, we all st- and ladies and gentlemen, we all stuck around. We did, and ladies and gentlemen, now remember last year, we took in um, 
Best Show in the Building. Mm-hmm. We took on On Air Personalities of the Year in the uh, uh, w- Women in Media Awards. By the way, when's that coming up? Uh, I don't remember what month that's in. The voting April? already uh, has already happened. We actually are nominated once again. But ladies and gentlemen, as far as this company goes, Friday's Awards, Radio Personality of the Year, C.J. Morgan. Round of applause to him. Well, I guess they had they ran out of people. I, mean, I would like to, to say it. they had to shows. give it to somebody. When we won last year, the entire show won. For some reason, the afternoon show. Oh yeah, which I've been asked to work on. Uh, yeah, I was, I was not. I was not included in the awards. You know what? I didn't. That didn't occur to me. Why didn't it, it you didn't say a, something? It, it didn't to occur us to you that we were, it didn't occur to you that. Uh, well, they didn't say the C.J. Morgan show. They no. didn't say the word show. They say just C.J. Morgan. So he, should I quit? Well, that's my question. Should I quit that show? I would. Yeah. I mean, I'd prefer it. I actually. mean, I'm on. I'm on all the segments. I'm putting in the same hours. But are you the favorite part of that? Clearly not. I think it's just not our year for look. They gave Oliver Employee of the Month. No, they CJ. didn't. No, they didn't. There was an Employee of the Month award. Oliver saw it in the corner and he stole it. He <laughs> thought CJ, it was an album. Personality of the year, and you know who's going to win the election. So it's not the year to trust awards. Yeah, that's weird. I know who's going to win the election: the American people. <laughs> Uh, but it was good. Uh, now, what happened? Because at some point, I'm sitting there. Did You know what? And CJ, went. he was the only guy that gave a speech. Go figure. Here's the thing I'm trying to figure he out. He didn't say, hey, I want to share this award with my He actually try, started co-host. to say it, and they cut him off. They just assumed oh, he was they joking. they sang him off. Yeah. They rang him. Oh, I'm sorry that happened to you, Matt. I felt bad for CJ because he was trying to be serious. But it's like the boy who cried wolf. He got up and he said, hey, I really want to thank some people for this award. And he started with Lynn, his program director. And everyone went, oh, okay, CJ, and then shut him up. And I was like, oh, I think he was trying to be nice. I think he was, you know, he's made some really big changes in his life over the last year. And I think he's reflecting on that and and was being an adult and kind. But so people are so used to him being a absolute clown mm, i don't know where he fooled you but uh, you thought that wasn't leading up to some stupid joke <laughs> it's kind of wild because he also made some pretty yeah while he was sitting brave at the table. jokes out there that were, i laughed at so he did say should i am i in trouble for the jokes that i made no the blues on the green one might have been too far but i would have made it too yeah that was okay uh i have uh questions for you guys then regarding uh we after after the award ceremony we had a nice catered lunch here it was very good as far as the lunches it's the best here, it's, it's the best lunch i can remember it was in the building very good and it wasn't a restaurant was it it was that a may catering have been the secret company. is that uh, sometimes catering companies really know how to uh, to nail it it was really good and was i would excellent. love to give them credit except i don't know who they were i forgot to remember their names but at some point i looked up and realized that all of a sudden chewy was just gone Oh, he, mm. the Irish goodbye. No, there was no goodbye or anything. We were just hanging out, and then yeah. all of a sudden I was like, where's, like, Chewy isn't here anymore. You weren't sitting with us anymore. Uh, yeah, I got tacos, and I ate here in the Jock Lounge. I don't want people to see me feed. <laughs> you call it eating? Yeah, the way I do it, yeah. I don't want anyone to see me. Why not savor every bite and just take smaller bites I instead do. of consuming? I found a faster way to do that. Well, I liked it that there was this camaraderie thing. We're we all sat that. together, and then suddenly, Chewie's just gone. That was for sure. We were at a table with Johnny Rude, L.A. Lloyd, C.J. 
Are there any ladies at our table? I don't remember. No. Was it? And they all, literally, all the cool kids, like with all like all the cool young dudes and the yeah. young cute girls in the office, or whatever. They all sat at other tables. We were in. Do you remember when you used to eat here and go, that's the old man table over there? Mm. We got stuck. It's the opposite of the kids' table at Thanksgiving. That's the other reason. Right. It's like the friends' table at Luby's. Now, here's another thing that happened. We're sitting up there. There's some camaraderie. We're having a good time. And at some point, a very nice, very kind Bob Fonseca grabs my plate. I had finished eating. And I realized, oh, he's going to take my plate to the trash. Like, what a... Clean up. A nice move, right? Mm-hmm. And he gets up to throw away the plate. Never comes back. Well, how is that not Never. your... How is that not your cue? I think I said goodbye. There, no. There was no, like, have a good weekend. Hey, man, great week. You got... You go... You you just stood up and you grabbed the plate and I go, oh, thanks. And you go, mm-hmm. And then you wandered off and then that... But see... That would have been the cue to get help get me out of conversations. You oh. could have been like, hey, man, we need to finish that stuff downstairs. Something. I guess I intended to come back. I ended up going downstairs for whatever reason, and I started talking to the caterers. And they are like, did you try the dessert? And I said, well, I'm not really a dessert guy. That's You need to meet Chewy. And they said, you've got to try this. Uh, what was it? It was a miniature tres leches cake. It was. <sighs> and I said, okay. And I came back here in the studio and had it, and because it was tiny, but it was oh yeah. man, Wait, it was good. So was Chewy in the studio when you came back down no. here? I've had a Sasolitches cake before, so. <laughs> I well, it was good. I do want to say that I guess he was so feeling. I was down here for a while, packing up and doing some stuff. So I guess I didn't make it back upstairs. I guess you didn't. I guess you did. I don't like the Irish goodbye. Did they do? Was there like a party or something? No, that's the Irish. What y'all play bingo or something? Uh. CJ celebrated. He was so high on his award that he didn't eat right away. And then he was just walking around, shaking hands, taking pictures with everyone in the building. They were like, oh, my God, there he is. There he is. He was on that, you know, that step and repeat. You know, they put the big backdrop up and he was, the press came out. He did the photo with the cameras going around in the circle yeah, of him. all like that at the stuff. He did it all. Yeah. And then he finally, he said, uh, I'm going to go get some iced tea. Because he and I had a bunch of work to do for the afternoon show. Um, More awards to win. Sadly, our friend Spencer has had uh, the COVID, and he's been down and out. So It's uh, been over a week now. Yeah, we had to pick up a little bit. Wow. And it was Sadly, turning, in, turning into a it. very long day for me. And uh, CJ said, well, I'm going to grab some more iced tea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I did, too. I got a refill. I'll see you in a second. And I said, okay. And then he never comes back. Well, no, I said, I'll meet you down the studio. No, he didn't say I'm going to meet. Oh, because you guys had to work, yeah. Wait, what did he What did he say? He said, I've got, because he said something else. Oh, he said, I, I'm just going to go straight to the studio and get started. I was like, okay. I said, I'm going to finish up here. I'm gonna... I go down to get more tea, and I run into CJ, who's in the catering room there. Oh. And he turns around like a kid turns around when you've caught them doing something they're not supposed yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. That's sort of like... A little bit of a jerk. You know how yeah, when you, yeah. you catch your dog or your cat and they know they've been caught? And on his plate, he's taken a new plate, and on his plate, not one, not two, not three, four tres leches. What? Four <laughs> tres leches. Wow. On the old C.J. Morgan's plate. 
this dude. Can you oh go ham like that in the office? Or is that allowed? Or is like we got a clip of it. What are you doing? What are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> Me? <laughs> Just hanging around. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Anyway, congrats to uh, CJ. And I, I do want to say that it was a good run for us. But now, after, if, by not following it up with the with the two Pete. Do people, when they call now, do they have to congratulate us on our awards anymore? Look, out of all those rings MJ won, how many were repeats, you know? So you're saying we... I don't know what this... I don't know what that means. Are I we going to... next year we got at least the repeat. Sometimes you got to skip a year. Well, I don't know. See, we got best team, not best personality. CJ got best personality. So did they, they were just out of trophies? So did they Oh keep, wait, we didn't even win radio personality of the year. It says here, this is unless unless we have another award that I lost or something. That one says best team. Wow, so we didn't but I don't win think radio they had personality. A, I don't think they had the personality of the year last they year. They did. They was They always had the same awards, was I believe. It? Robbie? I don't know. Who so got we, it. So last year we won best team but not radio personality? I don't think they had that category last year. I think they mixed it up. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask Miss Huerta when she gets to work. I, I'm sorry, come on, Mrs. Huerta. I apologize this, to to her husband. How these awards work? How do they work? They pick whoever they're gonna fire that I year. Think, and I get think an award. the way they work, they go to the plaque company that makes these acrylic stars, and they go, "What do you, you what have, you have a made? surplus? You have a yeah. surplus of it. Can we get a bargain on? They go, well, we got all these best team awards. Hey, can put our logo on it. We'll take a couple of <laughs> we'll, those. We'll take a couple of those. Hey. Let's uh, let's not dally anymore. Let's right. get into. Uh, oh, will you tell? Will you give us a law tiger, and then let's I get sure into can. the headlines. Let's get into the Austin area headlines. Oh God, I ran out of juice. I'm excited to hear about the pollution. Uh, you're gonna hear about Willie Nelson actually. First up. Oh. Hey, if you've been injured in a motorcycle accident, call the Law Tigers before you even call your insurance company because, uh, guess what? They got a reputation for not wanting to uh, pay you what you're due. Uh, nothing against the insurance companies. That's their game, though. Uh, your case evaluation with the Law Tigers is free. They don't get paid until you get paid. Insurance companies, again, their goal is to pay as little as possible. Law Tigers know this, and they know how important your bike and your gear are to you. So they're going to help you get that repaired and or replaced. So you don't have to fight. The insurance company, let's just say negotiate. You don't have to negotiate the insurance company uh, alone. Law Tigers are by your side. 1-800-LAW-TIGERS. Visit lawtigers.com. This is a uh, paid advertisement by Mill for Iron Ball, LLP for Legal Services, Farron Ball, LLP, Principal Office, Houston, Texas. Thank you very much, Bob. Boy, in now for some... Damn, boy! Damn, sick. Boy, that's a thick Thick headline. Uh, in a move that may be the most stunningly, uh, the most stunning act of brazenness I've seen in the city in a long time, somebody decided to vandalize the Willie Nelson statue downtown. Oh, come on. They spray painted, they spray painted the Willie Nelson statue downtown. Even if we had a purge, I would expect that thing to be clean. If we had a purge, a legalized purge where we were allowed to cut people's heads off, I would think that still people would stop short of vandalizing the Willie Nelson statue. This is obviously somebody that isn't from Austin and should be stomped out. I don't understand. Like, how how detached are you from the core of knowing what city you live in 
Like, I don't care what you're into, what your background is, whatever. I don't. Well, someone threw soup on the Mona Lisa last week. Well, that's the Mona Lisa. That's not Mona That was for Richie Riches when it was made. She didn't make any songs. Willie Nelson's been helping out farmers. He's been helping out poor people. He's been he's a friend of the weed heads. He's a he has run afoul of the law. I know. He's done everything great. And then if you go, well, he smokes weed, I don't like him. You go, yeah, but he has his own golf course. You go, well, I love golf. I do love I golf. I mean, he's got all he's got it all. He's a friend of the animals. Crews from the downtown Austin Alliance were uh, able to ha- swiftly handle the situation. They showed up with power washers and they restored the statue to its mainly original state. Man. I will let you know before you panic, no, it was not Buscar. Buscar has enough talent sense. and sense to know you don't you don't spray paint your name. On the Willie Nelson statue. And if you're going to vandalize it, at least do something cool. Like give him, just give him bloodshot eyes or something, you know? Here's the worst thing, too. They spray painted all over his legs, so they had to power wash his legs. Thank God that wasn't the Bob Fonseca statue, because <laughs> oh, you know Bob on. hates hates washing his legs. No, I changed my ways. A, uh, I got leg shame. It's called the Texas Miracle, and it's all about how Texas is the greatest state you could possibly, excuse me, you could possibly move to or live in. However, WalletHub has come out with a list of hardest working cities in the United States, and nine of the top 20 are all in Texas. Uh, What? Is is that good or bad? That's good, isn't it? It's good to be the hardest working, to be a hardest working city? Is that what we're we're aiming for? No, that's not going to. It should be the richest city as well. I mean, town as well. The richest and most successful country in the Euro group is Germany. The average German citizen works more than 400 hours less per year than the average American. Japan. We all talk about Japan and their successes. The average Japanese worker works almost 300 hours less than the average American worker. Look, our corporate leaders really kind of made the image that hard work is this thing that should be glamorized. It glamorized the work ethic. keeping us uh, dumb and head down and keep working for 50 hours a week for the rest of your lives forever, you it, idiots. Folks, in, it's kind of nuts. In fact, in direct hours worked, direct hours worked, Austin is number two in the entire nation, second only to Irving, Texas at number one. Now, in indirect hours, we have less. Uh, indirect work factors are things like commutes, oh, okay. things like that. Um, but, yeah, nine of the top 20 are all in Texas. No other state comes even close to having that many. Virgin- so- Virginia has quite a few because everyone who's close. Virginia basically means Washington, D.C., and mm-hmm. folks that are involved in the federal government tend to work a, a lot of long hours, despite what the reputation may be for them. Um, Yeah. So it's just Texas, 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 Texas all over the place. Um, The only uh, San Francisco has some high, high work hours, but then then that's about it. And I'm wondering if that's something that we should be happy about. Remember, when they look at these high work hours, it's also because they're championing the fact that so many Texans have two jobs. And in the article, they're like, wow, Texans have such a great work ethic that they want to fill up their free time with work. But they have awful lives. 
it's because we're we have to have two jobs. Want to have two jobs or have to have two jobs is a very different checkbox, right? Yeah. Well, we want to live, so it costs extra money to do that living, and so you have to get an extra job, or you're just working to die. But folks. That's where I want to send out a round of applause to somebody. Somebody in Texas who's keeping it real. Because Houston, Fort Worth, Irving, Plano, Dallas, Austin, El Paso, Corpus Christi, all of these Texas cities in the top 20 hardest working cities in America. And then down there in the bottom one third, ladies and gentlemen, Congratulations to San Antonio. Woo-hoo! We did it. Now, what are they hard? San Antonio down there in like the bottom third, the hardest working. Uh, and they, they may be doing it right, my friends. It's Fiesta year round. Can't work with no churros in your hand. Can't work with a puffy taco. Mm-mm. A corpus is hard at work making meth, right? Yes. So you can make a list doing that? Yeah. San Antonio is just like, hey. I don't I don't I don't know what the again all these lists it Here's the deal. I work I work hard. I have I work hard for the things that I want. But fortunately the only thing I want is an oversized t-shirt with Marvin the Martian on it. Oh, I'll take Taz. And <laughs> and that that's 28 bucks and now I'm good. I hate all these stats. All I these don't stats have to pay gonna... for a salon. I'm just shaving my head with the clippers. Is the Warner Brothers store still crushing it at the mall in San Antonio? How much the does North, a pa- North Star 12, Mall? How much does a twelve pack of tall tube socks cost when you think about it? And Dickies, quite affordable. Mm-hmm. Congratulations to San Antonio. If you want to get to San Antonio, you'll be able to get there in a hurry. A one hundred mile trail from San Antonio to Austin is continuing. I want to uh, to be developed. It's called the Great Springs Project, and it's it started. It's continuing to go. They're continuing to get land and land uh, that's that been um, donated. But there's a proposed trail that runs from San Antonio to Selma, Universal City, Garden Ridge, Shirts, Cibolo, New Braunfels, San Marcos, Kyle, Buda, and then Austin. Yes. And it is kicking away. It'll be fantastic. They say it should be cre- cre- uh, completed by 2036, so Austinites can hike down to San Antonio, and that. San Antonians can watch Austinites hike to San Antonio. Well, you'll have to because prices by then of housing will be <laughs> three million a house. So yeah, mm. we'll have to walk from San Antonio. Five thousand acres of the project, yeah, have been uh, protected, and it will be an amazing thing. I just don't. I just feel like it's a one directional. Trail. Sorry, San Antonio. I just well, if they want to have great tacos, they're going to have to make the trek down here, yeah, or up here. Yeah. Ooh. I had La Santa again. Them fighting words. How far does your bike go? Uh, I'll have to get a second battery to make it all the way, but I can do it. It's a hiking trail, not a driving your electric bike trail. I get like I can get like a seventy mile range if it's flat. Damn. Now I know I may have seemed a little negative on Texas this morning because of the work, because sometimes I do feel like. Is this really what we should be striving for in life? Is how many of the hours can we spend away from our families and at the office? I think we should be working for 20 hours, sleep for four for the rest of our lives. That's Work what for that's 20 f- hours a week? Yeah. No. A day. A day. <laughs> oh. That's about what I do. Um, well, 
here, I want to fix it, though. And I want to tell you that there are still some parts of Austin that are okay and doing okay. Now, you have to look a little harder. Sometimes you have to squint a bit. But some of Austin is still doing fine. Someone on R Austin on Reddit, if you're not familiar with Reddit, posted up something over the weekend. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh. Oh, I hope it's the same thing I have saved. Here's what they posted up. Dear Thong Hiker. Yes, that's what I saved. And they wrote, what the F? They were upset that somebody was hiking in just a thong, and they wrote, what the F? Hey, his hike, his way. Yes, his body, his choice. Here's here's something I want to point out and why I feel good about Austin. Why are we not? We're still in the news. Why do we we change the bed? Okay. Um, Because there's R Austin. I didn't know how to take it. Here's the deal, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Somebody wrote up, dear thong hiker, what the F? And that person was buried so heavily in negative comments. As they should be. They were ratioed so hard by people Mm. going, you clearly are not an Austinite. Get the hell out. How long have you lived in this city? F you. That the original poster deleted, deleted their comment. They were shamed. They were shamed out of their comment. And I want to say congratulations to the fine Redditors of Austin. Now just do that to the like city with the people in it instead of... That may be the best way. We may need to turn to Reddit and ask them to start shaming people back into... Uh, somebody wrote, Dear What the Effort, it is Austin. Someone wrote, Oh, sweet, if he's back, then spring is finally here. <laughs> it's like Puxatani, Phil. It is. Someone wrote... This would have been seen as absolutely normal 10 years ago. You are clearly a transplant and a soft one at that. Go away. Perfect. Hmm. Uh, so I'm glad that there's still a glimmer of, yeah. of, of life right. in what used to be Austin and the old Austin. Handing the, it to these Richies. The old flame of Austin lives on, and it's wedged between a hippie's butt cheeks. Yes, thank you. This The thong guy, is, this is, I don't know what... What could this be like Bruh, compared to? You moved to a hippie ass town and you want to complain about a hippie ass? Uh uh-uh. uh. Hey, a thong wearing gay guy once ran for mayor. He didn't win, <laughs> but that's okay. That's old school Austin. Who was you that? better love it. I think they think that Leslie Leslie may have said uh, he he never fully uh filed though. Go clutch your pearls somewhere else. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I want to say congratulations to Reddit for helping to keep Austin on the track of still being But there was another Austin. thread that was like, let's keep track of all of the weirdos so we can have a schedule and everything. Like, Houston has that Dimitri Reeves dude who he does prints on the street corners and, right. he, and he does passionately. We used to have the king, remember? remember we the used king? to have a dude at Lamar that would do stuff like that. That was kind the of running, like Dimitri. Well, there was the running man up at Lamar and Runberg who would just run all the time and dance. Now, the Dimitri guy is great because of how many wrecks he causes. You ever notice that? <laughs> I would go watch him. Yeah, and uh, we used to have the king down the king, on 6th Street. Bass, played on, bass. Yeah. There's uh, a there guy that so has many, a Batmobile. There were so many freaks and weirdos in this city, and they and have been priced out. Yeah. And um, and now it's just the same person over and over again. Basic-ass rich people. 
Damn. Sorry. Oh, you have to be. I don't know why you gotta be so mad. Oh, there. good. I hope. I hope I make them mad. Anyway, <laughs> we're gonna be okay. And yes, what are they it, gonna do about it? It is the first no sign of spring. Is that butt cheeks yeah. have been seen on the hike? Thank you, trail. Thong Man. We'd Thank like you. to interview you. I'll, I'll have to find him. Is that his official name? Just make him clap. <laughs> Just make him clap. There used to be a thong cyclist, and Jeff Ward used to always bring there them up. There were two thongs. There were competing thong cyclists. Wasn't there a dude on one of those old-fashioned big-wheel A perambulator? <laughs> bike that yeah. was practically naked? There was a guy that drove around town. He had three dogs on, that balanced on his motorcycle, and all the dogs wore glasses. We'll take thong man reports here, just like old-school Jeff. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Let's go back for a few. Wait, days. wait, wait! I just fight him. Look, I'm trying not to get my feelings hurt. Okay. Mm-hmm. But shouldn't this then at least? Then don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then don't. Go ahead. That's a lot of dead air. <laughs> By the way, that's the name of my new book. 2025. Bob's going back to Vegas. I don't see what the big deal is. If I had his, you know, life, I'd I'd be there like every other weekend. But you said, oh, I don't think I can join you. So you invited Chewy to go to Vegas with you? Oh. Oh. I forgot I said that. (laughs) We must have had that conversation after we both Irish goodbye. (laughs) Yes, we did it. (laughs) I think we had that conversation down here. While you were upstairs still chatting with the boys. There's no way. You don't ask a husband with kids and a wife. Right. They just can't go. Right. That's the deal. I know. I knew they're, you they're were. They're never available. Are you going, so you're going back to Vegas? For a couple days, yeah. And who are you going with? Nobody. Just my wife. She it's just you go. and your wife? Nobody she else? Suggested is, you're not going with another couple? She suggested it. Don't I think she's it. trying to distress me a little there's bit. Not another co- there's not another couple we're going out. with you? I thought you just said another oh, my name. Na- our neighbors, yeah. Oh, our neighbors so are ma- going and we're tagging on. a couple that have kids. We're tagging on. Which one's the cool one? Well, they have grown kids. They have, they have, over twenty. Well, you can leave them alone. Year old kids. Yeah. So they're not going. So we go. My wife's going. And you invo- invited Chewy, but Chewy's like, "Oh, I can't go because I'm going to go party with my friends." That I weekend. told him to stay a couple extra days. I'll come out Sunday night, Monday night. No, I'm not taking any time off of work to do this. That would be foolish. Well, you just adding to the Texas statistic? I don't know. It's just a crazy thing. She just suggested it, and it's like, okay, yeah, sure. Can I ask you a question? Will you do me a favor? But I have no plans. Can I ask you for what? a favor? Yeah. Can Can you re- read the Waterloo Media Award we got last year? Can you tell me what award we won last year? Uh, best team, 2022. Team. Listen, in my de- how, how would you Unless define it, how would you define team? Okay. How would you define team? I don't know, Mister. Go I, in some bizarre way. Would you? Pl- how would? Can you tell me how you would define team? Does it involve a second trip to Vegas? All right. In my de- literally like a week and a half after you said, "Hey, the next time I go, I'll invite you," and I said, "Great." And then I find out that not only did you not invite me, but you invited only Chewy. Apparently, like behind my back. Well, guess what? There's still time. But also, in my defense, uh. Still never got hamburger steak night. Did you, Chewy? Yeah, I had two of them. God bless America. They do uh, A1. It's pretty good. How many years did he say he was going to invite me to hamburger steak night? And how many at his home? And, uh, and how I many invited ha- you and you said, I'm not driving all the way back to Austin for a hamburger steak. Mm. 
And then you took a big sip out I of would, a straw of your Stanley I would, cooler, <laughs> I would, Stanley tumbler. I would do, if it was Salisbury steak, I'd make the it's trip. It's the same thing. No, mm, Salisbury no. is not the same. What's that the is, difference? That is ridiculous. That is a lie. It's to the hamburger pe- meat. You're lying to the people right now if you say that Salisbury. You sound like Salisbury. a novice. You put some Worcestershire sauce or something in it? It's not that different. Heinz 57. So there, you went to Vegas. Still t- this has just been formulated in so the last two days. So you went to days. Vegas like the CU2, yeah. Four or five days ago. That was two weeks ago, wasn't it? It was not two weeks ago. A it was and a half ago. Okay, it was 10 days ago. Okay. And now you're planning on a trip to go to Vegas in like 10 days? Yeah. At my wife's. So is that who you are now? Mr. Vegas? Hey, that sounds pretty good. Should we get you. Are you Scott, I mean, are you going to start wearing loafers? You can be that guy, the comfortable Vegas guy? I might. I might do full tracksuit with chain. I don't know. I don't know. My wife, my wife must have points there or something. I don't know. Like, I know we fly for because of all the traveling She's got she money. does. She I'm, doesn't need I'm, points. I'm on a partner. I'm on a partner pass. I know who. You're a, you're on a partner pass with your wife, but you know who you're not on a partner pass with right now? You. There's still time. There's still time for what? To for you to it. invite me? <laughs> it, I, I guess gonna, there is still time. Here's the deal. Because I was since gonna, the moment I found out that you had invited Chewy to right now, you still haven't said, hey, why don't you come along too? You just keep telling me there's still time. I was going to invite. Time. I was going to invite you after the show today. That is, that doesn't feel, that doesn't ring true. That does not feel true. Because Chewy turned me down. And and now I'm mad because I don't think I could even afford to go to Vegas on a Friday sure or Saturday Sure you could. You could stay at the Polo Club. Friday, Saturday night, Vegas? You no. could stay at the Hooters. I don't think the Hooters Even the Rio is like 300 a night. I could reach out to the... I want to stay at the Fontainebleau because it's new. Okay. I'm not going to because I can't. But maybe I should drop them a line and just say, hey, we're a show in Austin. We would love to break in your new hotel. And by we, I mean me and one other person on the show. But please don't let the third guy in. He can go fountain blow himself. Mm. Well, I hesitate to... To uh, invite me? Yeah. Just because... (laughs) I don't know. It's a, look, a show trip is just not in the cards. It's just never going to happen. Especially with this kind of uh, behavior. Well, you got somebody coming in from out of town. You're entertaining. I guess you're entertaining. I've been playing you that just, for like three months. Can you just give them them a? What are you gonna do? Play poker? Actually, yeah. How does that trump? And I do got to discuss that maybe. How does that trump going to on a trip? Because it's my best friend since I was five. Well, I have a su- I have a suggestion and a solution. Okay. I guess I could hang out with your best friend that weekend because I'll be here in Austin. Also, not in Vegas with you guys. In my defense, I know your wife books out your weekends three years in advance, and that's true, and you know that's true. Yeah, and well, I bet your wife if, said you could. And go. if I bet, I, I bet if I called Kara this afternoon and said, "Hey, would you join us in Vegas?" She'd be like, "Oh, I rented, I rented a pool. We got a one of those." One of those paddle that weekend. Paddle I know she's already booked out. Yeah, honey, call right now. I know she's already booked out. I'm locking the line. I don't even know the dates. I bet she calls and says, "Like, yeah, that's our. That's literally our wedding anniversary." I bet she'd be like, "Oh, that'd be great. Go no, for our wedding y'all anniversary." Y'all got plans already. 
paddle boat swan picnic. I was intimidated one time. I wasn't on the show yet, and I was just like, there's Bob Fonseca. The guy the guy who is on an, a Texas state plaque saying, I hope Danny gets his <laughs> deposit back. And I saw him and his wife, his beautiful wife, and after a screening during the Austin Film Festival. And I thought, well, there's no way he wants to hang out with me. I'm a lowly comic with no money, literally no money, driving a little beat-up Honda Civic. Mm. And apparently Practical. he... <laughs> took offense to you because he told me years later, he's like, yeah, I just thought it was offensive that you didn't say, let's go do something else. You were just like, all right, I got to go. we talked on the sidewalk after we the did. screening. It was about 8 o'clock at night, so it was kind of still early. And then I'm like, that's kind of weird that we, did, like, we didn't go get drinks or something. <laughs> and I was like, and I was nervous the entire time because I was like, here's this celebrity. You're this a celebrity, celebrity that I'm talking to. And I finally got up and I was like, whew, that was, it was nerve wracking the entire time I was talking to him because that's a guy that could really make or break my career. I thought it went well. I thought we were finally talking. <laughs> hey, I would love for you guys to join us out there. If and, I had Friday, I always go on Mondays or Tuesdays. I but I'm not sure I'm going. I'm not sure 100%. Well, I'm sure I'm not going. <laughs> I'm doing a bunch of stuff. I know your time. wife booked a pool for that weekend. I know she did. Yeah, y'all are hiking somewhere. You're hiking? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're Coast hiking town. somewhere. Everybody's always booking pools in March. <laughs> Texas town. <laughs> yeah, and you guys are on a Texas ghost town tour. Y'all are getting y'all's face painted somewhere. You guys are probably doing those... Those cucarachas you you uh yeah uh bang on the head. What are those called? I forget. Cascatonis? Yeah. Cascaronis or something? Learning how to make wooden canoes. Yeah. I could see the whole fam. Aren't you guys going guys, wooden shoe shopping? Why shot would thing? you want to go to Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> aren't, you, aren't you guys going wooden shoe shopping? Oh, At the outlet mall? No, we're going wooden shoe carving. <laughs> buy buy me a pair of shoes, and I walk in wood for a week. Teach me to make my own wooden shoes, and I'll never be comfortable. Don't That's the old me, saying. Don't, don't make, <laughs> I'm sorry. I know you and... Got to probably a photo shoot with Leia you got to do or something like that. That's so much more fun than Vegas anyway, so... Right? Like you're babysitting a kid that's not yours or something. I know you got some plans. Yeah. Feeding some turtles somewhere. We're never, we're never going to take a show trip, <laughs> take, are we? Take, taking, you're probably taking straws out of the mouths of turtles. <laughs> turtles in town. A petting zoo for insects. Something. I know you're planting a tree or so, something. Guys, I'm trapped. You're hurting. I'm trapped. <laughs> I'm trapped. I'm trapped in a house with a woman who wants to just raise great kids, and I and I'm just. They don't even. No, no. Nobody in that house even likes me. The dog has started responding only to my wife recently, which is a really brutal move because that's my that's dog telling dog. me. My my dog saying, "Hey, I sense who's in charge now, and it's no longer you." Last what? night, I was like, "Come here." Come here. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. My wife goes, dog gets up and immediately moves oh, She over. gives him food. She probably feeds him. I feed I feed the dog but every she gives, night. But she gives him the table scraps under the table. That uh, is true. And that's 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 the, true. You want some advice from someone? Sure. Okay. Oh, man, take a look at my 
thing I need right now is to be corrected. Tesla Dan. What's up, Tesla Dan? Hey, good morning. Uh, you know, uh, hey, hey, actually, can I correct you? It's not a good morning. It's a terrible morning. I just found out that my two best friends have turned their back on me. But go ahead. Well, this is not intended to make you feel bad, but I took Bob's advice uh, about uh, REM, or you, I'm sorry, you two at the, at the Sphere, and I'm we're going this Friday to Las Vegas to see the, one of the final uh, acts of you two at the Sphere. That was on Bob's advice. Oh, yeah, you're going to have a good time. When you say we're going, do you mean you, Bob, and Chewy? Is that who's going? No, no, I'm I'm calling this trip uh, Horquest 2024. Um, what? How many? How many? How many girlfriends are you taking on this trip? Just one. Yeah, because of the expense. I mean, come on. Yeah, I had to buy the tickets to the Same. last show there at the Spear Off Market. I, thousands. Um. Anyway, Bob knows what he's doing. I'm taking his his advice. And uh, this is for you, Matt. There's a, a new show I just discovered. It's so awesome. It's uh, streaming on um, AMC. It's called Stan Against Evil. Not Stan, but Stan, S-T-A-N. Sure. Oh, God. It's written, produced, and cameoed by Dana Gould. Yes, it's I'm familiar. So well oh, we love Dana Gould. Yeah, I'm familiar with we Stan Against Evil. I, I Just to be, just to clarify... You're calling it, say that you're going to Vegas, and then you're saying, I got something for you, and it's a streaming show from five years ago. Thank you. Thank and you, you don't even have a TV, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just discovered it. I guess I'm slow on some issues. No, it's okay. I'm just like, hey, hey, uh, for, for your buddies, I've got conversations about Vegas. And for you, have you checked out Murder, She Wrote? It's with Angela Lansbury. She's a writer and a detective. Dan, I'll go to Vegas with you if you cop and everything. Uh, let me call the airline see if I can get an extra ticket. Can you get? A, are you getting the penthouse suite though? Like, are you? You know, you getting a Rain Man suite? Yes, Bob Guccione is actually putting <laughs> him up in the actual penthouse suite. All right. No, I'm, I'm staying at a little discount place called the uh, El El Ranchero. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to see. I don't even. It. That's so far off the strip, you can't even see the sphere. I mean, that's in Reno. You know, that's the the Bunny Ranch thing. All right. Thanks, but thanks, anyway, Dana Gould. I I know you know the guy. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Do. No, it's very good. We'll talk to him about it right. uh, when he's here next. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Let's go to Henry. Henry. Enrique, Henry. What's up, man? Nah, we're going to put him on hold. Let's go to Bertolacci. Uh, Bertolacci, what's up? Matt might, be go- Matt might be going to the Renaissance Festival. Son of a bitch. God, that's, that <laughs> hurts because it's so... Hey, you and CJ, your other buddy. But it's so incredibly the- real. It's so incredibly real that it's it's like painful because I bet... Is is When does that when is the Renaissance, when is that Waxahachie or whatever Renaissance Festival start up? Where is it? It's in, about Page, in Page, Texas. Or so. What's it called? Sherwood Forest Fair? Yeah, it's about the- Sherwood yeah. Forest Fair You're have to 2024. To and what? your reward for all of your troubles, a stroke at the end of it all. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. It starts this weekend. Yay! I God damn it. I bet I'm going to be there. You know Kara's already booked it. <sighs> I almost started. It almost dropped the F-bomb right there. Thank you. Congratulations, God. Matt. Congratulations. God. Thank you, God. Sir. Now, Matt, another trip I have planned, and I'll invite you. Because we know you can't go. 
Uh, I'm going to go to the Southwest Audio Fest uh, in Dallas in March. All right. We're well, hang out with. I'm sure uh, Chewy will have a great time with you. Cheap Audio Man and Lenny when are you from going? Just Audio and just. Uh, when are you going? I don't have the dates, but I'll, I'll get you the dates. I'm going to be at the. It's going to be at the Anatole. And what's it called? Southwest Audio Fest. Audio Fest. March 15th through 17th. Yeah. So you're going to pick a, a South by Southwest weekend when I got a I got a broadcast for the afternoon show. Oh, man. God, this, this luck is not in your favor mm-hmm. right now. You uh, So you're going to go party it up with a bunch of old guys listening to audio equipment. Do you the know, best of the best. My wife came to me yesterday Yeah. and said, hey, how much longer are you going to be working on the truck? And I said, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to wrap up. And she goes, I'm taking the kids. We're going to the library if you want to go. The library. The library. Then later we're hitting the butterfly. Now by the the library. Now we used to call the uh, we used to call one of the strippies the library. Which one? Which <laughs> I forget. One? I forget which one. But that one, you wouldn't take your kids to that. Um. Yeah, man. What's wrong with going to the library? Nothing except that that's could be overstimulating for the children. That's but. the that's the entertainment spectrum we have in this room, Bob. Oh, I just went to Vegas a week ago. Time to get back. Yeah. Next week. Heaven forbid I go a full 14 days without being in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Not my idea. It's just one of those crazy things that we just You know how do crazy something. wives get. We're just trying <laughs> right? to... No, you said yeah, you're, you're right. You're, it's not your idea. It's your wife who's saying, let's go back to Vegas and She's party. Been... You're, you're saying what you're going to say. Oh, she's trying to help you relax? She's just feeling guilty because I have to live without her for two weeks. She's gone for two weeks. Oh, they get real guilty after that, yeah. Wow. So. I have to live without you every day on the show, apparently. Dude, I would love to go with you guys. To the library? To, no, anywhere. You can go anytime you want to. Anywhere. You're going to need $2 for parking, though. I'll go on that ghost town tour with you. Oh, well, I'd love to see it. It's so brutal. Caller, what's up? <laughs> Go ahead, caller. Hey, what's going on, guys? Not a whole lot. What you got for us? Uh, I just want. Uh, heard you guys talking about Yellow Bell earlier today. I'm actually one of the uh, tortilla guys there. Oh, thank you. Were you making the tortillas yesterday? Uh, yeah, I make them fresh every day. They were delicious. Where was this? Awesome, Yellow man. Bell. What is that? Uh, it's over there by Austin Beer Works, right off of Springdale. Oh, you when you hey. went to yeah. What's your name? James. James, can I ask you a favor? Yes, sir. Is there any way, when you see me in that 90-minute line, you could maybe run me out a couple of chips or something? Yeah, man. I mean, they would definitely be able to do something like that. Because I'm just saying, my damn daughter, in order to talk her into like, hey, dad wants to have a beer in the backyard, she always goes, can I get some vegetarian stuff from that food truck? Because she's apparently in love with your truck. But if we go there on the weekend... There's not a single dude in this town who owns, I don't know, flip-flops and a shirt that says Austin FC on it. Every one of them is out there, and they're all in that line. And I keep looking at the line and going, well, it'll shorten up in a second. It'll, surely that line will shorten up in a second. And it doesn't It doesn't shorten up, does it, James? Uh, no, not really. I think there's like little, there's a couple little dull areas, you know. Just like Now, have you guys ever like thought about opening a second window on that trailer? Um, not sure yet. I or is that part of what? Man. Is that part of your juice? You like yeah, watching us all. You sure. like watching us all suffer out there in that line. 
Yeah, one hundred percent. Make you know, it makes the way it makes it taste better. It, it, it gives you. It says demand, and I, it's definitely in demand. I, the carne asada special y'all had yesterday was fire. Right. It was really good. Oh, yeah. Um, so tonight we're actually doing nachos and tacos. No, no, no. You don't get a free plug when we're waiting 90 <laughs> minutes in your effing line, James. All right? Right. Well, I'm sure um, I'm sure Bob will invite Chewy to go have dinner over there tonight. I have to go, I don't know, go to therapy probably. Honey, I have a yeah, new thing I thought we would do. We'll go to therapy <laughs> together as a family. <laughs> oh. All right, thanks, buddy. That sounds like a great time. Yeah, thanks, James. I was saying y'all ran out of brisket hey, tacos. Yeah, what happens, let me l- let me guess. You're the guy in the sweaty black t-shirt. Not nope. That's not me. I was gonna say that's that's literally everybody <laughs> in that. The, I'm the, pretty much the only wearer out there. All, all right, right, all right. Keep an eye out for we'll you. See you later, Thank James. You. Do I need to check this place out? It's it's an interstellar. Taco place, you know, oh, the barbecue okay. place in right. Stellar. I didn't there. know that. How do I? I'm so detached. Yeah. I know. Probably too busy making plans to be in Vegas. Yeah, I was going to say, say, you know, Vegas left the night. Any question. <laughs> Vegas like the back of my oh, hand. Come on, man. Come on. I can't even explain. I... What? Just why would, say it. Why would I subject any of you guys to hanging out with me? Hey, by the time. I'm no fun. Your kids are almost grown, so they won't. Yeah. They'll you... only be living at the house. If I have a free day and I'm like, hey, let's go get lunch, you guys are okay. You're like, okay, well, maybe we'll just pick up a loaf of bread and some buttig meat from this uh, Walmart over here. We can eat in the parking lot. I'm like, okay, just to hang out with my buddies. And then the next day you're like, oh, my God, that, that Perry's is incredible. Perry's is really good, isn't it, Bob? Bob's like, oh, it is, Chewy. I love Perry's. I'll, I'll say I had the Thank best you for time paying. at Listen. Red Lobster recently. I want to go again this week. I <laughs> feel... <sighs> I don't have favorites, Matt. Just like my children, I don't have a favorite between you and Chewy. I just, I saw Chewy first. I know he likes, to, he's a foodie. He likes to go, true. he likes to go to Vegas. He's got a history there. He's been there many more times in the last five years, maybe five years and then I've gone. In fact, up till a few weeks ago, I hadn't, 10 days ago, I hadn't been there in probably seven years. I'm going this week. I mean, this year. And you know, here's the truth about it. As soon as I get there, I want to leave, and then when after I leave, I want to go back. So I don't know what's. I know. Why do you think I don't on? want to go with you? But I'd like to be invited and say no. You're invited. I don't there think I want to go. Okay. Go. See how hard was that? <laughs> how hard, hard was that, Bob? Not hard at all. It took us 20 minutes to get there. Sorry. I don't want to go with you and your stupid wife and your stupid fun can't afford to go I with them. You know go they're so going to stay at the Aria or something. I can't afford that. I'll do it the next weekend. I'll go. Forward. Mornings with Matt and Bob presents <laughs> Was that supposed to, to help? Odd. Hey, yeah. Matt. <laughs> uh, just before you uh, get to the nods, the odd, I just right. want to say Mornings with Matt and Bob powered by Chewy. Just in case anybody was listening to the last segment and thinks that we don't on the show like each other. They would absolutely be absolutely be correct in that. Um, hey, that assumption. joke would be funnier if you could get it all out at once, okay? Without the stutters. Well, and the, I'm and eating the a big. I'm eating a big chip right now. Those are my big chips, by the way. And we're almost. By the way, and I thank cro- you for offering them all to Chewy, Cookie Greg. We're out of stock. Yeah. We're fresh out of stock. Mr. Man of the People ate all the Milanos that I requested. Hey guys, don't push on Cook- Cookie Greg. Works his ass off. I'm hoping he's stealing them from Walmart. Plus, we're out of salty <laughs> snacks. We have one bag of flaming hot. Have you guys Fritos. had? Have you guys had popcorners yet? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Popcorners are pretty good. Uh, let's get into it. 
The odd of the nod, ladies and gentlemen. It's unbearable. Seattle residents are upset about one of their neighbors. Living or working in downtown Seattle can be noisy at times, but it's expected in a large city. Since before Christmas, though, those typical sounds come in a different noise than they're used to. It's constant in our ears. I'm constantly singing Eye of the Tiger all goddamn day long, said Evelyn McCarty. Regarding the loud music coming from outside a Ross store at 3rd and Pike. <laughs> Ross? McCarty and her husband, Dean Mac McCarty, say the music coming from the store has been playing nonstop music on a loop since early December. It's keeping us awake. I mean, we, we understand the purpose, but 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 it's not working. She said that the, the music was turned up as a crime prevention tool. They're trying to keep people from loitering outside of the Ross. So they play the worst music they get. Uh, first of all, if I'm a Survivor fan, I'm a little upset. Well, you know yeah. how there's the guy who has the 7-Eleven or the, the Stop and Rob here in the city? Yeah. He's put outside speakers and he plays loud classical music. Because it, it's reduced the amount of loitering. Because people can't really hang out and sell drugs or whatever if this music is, is on a loop. That stupid Mozart. Mm-hmm. It goes on 24-7 and it's unbearable, says Richard Merkel, another resident in the building. He says he's fed up. I'm tired. It's not just that it's music, but it's the same song over and over again. Oof. Oh, it's just Eye of the Tiger? Uh, I don't know if it's just Eye of the Tiger. I think he just means... Yeah, hmm. I'd like to know I mean, what a what a deterrent kind of playlist looks like. What, that is how many songs cross over. Cruel and unusual. I'm unusual. afraid to ask what the actual songs are on the playlist because I'm afraid that it could get <laughs> intersect us and our station in trouble. <laughs> By the way, in eight minutes we have big. We're actually seven minutes now. We have big concert news to uh, lay on you. Didn't we torture terrorists by playing songs over and over? Like, Correct. That well, is this correct. Is cruel. This should be illegal. Well, sure. I mean, it's. But seems... they would also distort it and do weird stuff to it. Well, too, to I, or. It... I mean, I get it because now the Ross is saying. Because they're saying, well, do you, could you stop playing at night? And the Ross is saying, well, if we don't play it at night, then all the lawyers line up. They go to sleep along our building. And the next morning, there's a bunch of urine st- stuff there. We got a problem. We don't know how to figure it out. Could the people that are the residents of the building, could they patrol the streets? It's Ross. There's a bunch of urine inside, too. <laughs> hey, man. That's... What? Come on. Did we lose the Ross account? No, we we just lost the Mark Echo account. No! <laughs> <laughs> Get it? Oh, I got it. Mornings got with it. Matt and Bob presents Nuts to, to the, the odd. odd. A man is being accused of insurance fraud. A Missouri man uh, attempted to commit insurance fraud. He was count the how the caught though. However, the Howell County Sheriff's Office was investigating what they're calling one of the most bizarre cases in their history. In November of last year, a 60-year-old man from Willow Springs uh, lost both of his legs uh, because of a brush hog. That's not an actual animal. That's a thing you use to cut brush, brush down. Yeah. yeah. Brush hog is a rotary mower used in uh, attached to tractors. The man, he had both legs accidentally amputated. However, there ended up being a few holes in the man's story. First of all, he had literally lost his legs, as in 
They could not find his legs. They weren't in the bush hog. They could not find his legs. They said that's a bizarre type of accident. Generally, they should find your, his legs torn up inside the brush hog, right? Yes. Uh, then there was the fact that the man's wounds were incredibly clean slices. Hmm. And generally, if you got your legs caught in a brush hog, it would have ripped and torn them apart. Finally, the man was a known paraplegic. Like he literally, his legs... He was in a wheelchair. They were wondering huh. how had he managed to find his way out of a tractor that he was operating and then and then down behind the brush hog. A lot of questions. It turns out he had paid someone to cut his legs off to try to collect insurance money. Oh, God. Which, I got to say, is a very bold move. Look, it's America. It's the only way to get rich. Uh, officers and medical personnel called to the scene of the accident were also very curious about the tourniquets on the stumps of his legs. Uh, as the investigation continued, police finally discovered that a Florida man had come to visit him with a hatchet and then chopped off his legs for a fee. Ah, oh, for a fee. There's a uh, clean. There's sharpening of the hatchet. Then there's also cleaning of the hatchet. There's the swinging of the hatchet. <clears throat> All right, that's going to be $1,000, please. That's I can't go any lower than $1,000 for removing your legs via hatchet. Oh, my God, it costs an arm and a leg. They said that he had staged the accident and that his legs had not been removed by the brush hog. He would have just been smarter turning on the tractor, running the brush hog, and then sticking his legs underneath there. That sounds painful when you could get a pro to do it. Uh, he's been charged with insurance fraud, fraud. However, the sheriff's office says it's a waste of time. They can't actually press charges. It wouldn't really work. He's an old man with injuries so severe that incarceration at this time is virtually impossible. They've let him. They've decided to let him recover in a hospital instead. What? And they can't put an ankle monitor on him. <laughs> Bob. Bob. Hey, he. Bob. No. He hired a guy. You well, you practicing for your residency as if you stand up residency in Las Vegas? <laughs> I'll be at the Desert Inn all week. Mornings with Matt and, and Bob, Bob presents Nods to, to the, the Odds. Seven hundred and twenty-one members of Indians Carby community have decided to set a world record. Uh, what is the, the Carby Anglon Autonomous Council? Organized the record attempt during the 50th Carby Youth Festival in Assam. They they did so in traditional garb. Carby must be a, a, an, an ethnic community inside of India. They wanted to gather attention for the Carby. So they looked to set a Guinness World Record. The longest moving line of people walking on stilts. 721 people, each of them with a tag attached to the shirts. Here's the best thing about the tag. <laughs> they look like those runners. You know when you have a runner's number? Uh -huh. But they're not printed. Each person just took an 8.5 by 11 sheet of loose leaf paper and then with a ballpoint pen wrote their number down. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> and then they got in order and they walked for 10 minutes on stilts to set a record. 
The participants walked for over 10 minutes to break the world record. Uh, Breaking the Guinness World Record title for the longest moving line of people walking on stilts is not just about achieving a milestone. It's a celebration of our cultural heritage. Okay. Whose cultural heritage? Through this remarkable feat. You know who does not have remarkable feet? Who? Uh, That guy who cut his own legs off for the insurance fraud. They say, through this remarkable feat, we have showcased the vibrancy, the strength of the Carby people. We have inspired pride and unity among generations. This achievement is a testament to what we can accomplish when we come together with determination, passion, and a shared sense of... Of being clowns. <laughs> I I think that walking on stilts must have a different cultural meaning in India than it does here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Here it's just like, oh, there's a guy at the music festival who needs too much attention. Mm-hmm. Where he didn't have a boa constrictor he right. could wear around his neck. Right. He doesn't have a unicycle. Because that's how I see, yeah. I see it as attention seeking, the yeah. stilts. There's no practical nature to stilts. No, then they use it as a political. Then when they're, I always remember seeing Uncle Sam on stilts well, in movies or something, so that you could cover it up with a long pants. Yeah, but you didn't walk on it with your hands no. and holding them and go, "Look at me." No, me and 720 of my buddies. <laughs> Here's the worst part: hmm. if I were Carby, yeah. if that was my ethnicity, yes. You know how sad it would be because I would probably be on the sidelines because. Bob would have organized this whole thing and then not invited me. Oh, man. I'm going to invite you something today. I'm going to come up with something. What? To go F myself? I don't know. Is that what my invitation you is? You turned me down on Vegas, the audio show. Invite him to the pants party. Oh. That's going on still. <laughs> uh, can I ask you for a favor? Oh, we got to do this announcement now. Yeah, but can I ask you to put something in, in that I... I see it. I see you writing it already. You do? Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a uh, an announcement. Bob, do you want to? Do, I feel like we have to draw straws well, for this announcement. I think we're supposed I to be. I think we're supposed to be more excited about the announcement. Let's let's put on our excitement, professional excitement pants. Oh, okay. Well, first of all, let's just say it's at a venue that we all we like. The venue, like. Like. we yes. love the yes. venue, Bucks Backyard. Fantastic, easy to get to, plenty of ample free parking. I still haven't. I've only been to an indoor show there. I haven't been to an out, uh, kind of an outdoor show there yet. But on April thirteenth, which is a Saturday night, which is good for a concert going because you don't have to get up and go. To, it is. Most people don't have to get up and go to work the next morning. And I'm going to say that I happen to be a huge fan of this dude's music. Mm-hmm. I like his one song that I like. He's got quite a few, and it, it's an absolute jam. Sometimes <clears throat> this guy goes off on. Uh, Long political rants. So if you're into that. And he loses me a bit. Though I bet a lot of our listeners probably love his rants. But ladies and gentlemen, it's true. We just found out Buck's Backyard presented by KLBJ. (laughs) The one and only. Yeah. Mr. Stranglehold himself. Mr. Ted Nugent will be out at Buck's Backyard. Wango Tango Sweet Poon Tango. We'll have a VIP section. We'll all be out there. April 13th, a Saturday night. So uh, call your preacher and tell him you're not 
going to be at church the, the next only time, <laughs> The only time you'll ever hear an eight-minute song during the morning show right here. Now, it is traditional that uh, DJs would always play that song because it's eight minutes long, one of the longest in the rock canon. They would always play that whenever they had to deuce, when they had to <laughs> sneak away from the studio and deuce. And I want to let you know that in keeping, in keeping with the tradition, one of us went and took a deuce during that song. There you go. OSHA laws prohibit us from... Is it OSHA? Mm-hmm. OSHA? Yeah, it could be OSHA. Yeah. We can't tell you who. Was anyone invited to go to the pooing? If not, we probably know who it was because that person never invites anybody to do anything. No, it wasn't me. Well, that only me. leaves two of you. <laughs> wasn't me. It's a terrible impression of Cisco, by the way. It wasn't me. All right, so that's April thirteenth. Oh, Shaggy. Mm-hmm. Uh, April thirteenth will be uh, Bucks Backyard. Uh, Tickets Bucks are backyard. on sale, by the way. If we didn't say that, they're already on sale. Check so. our concert calendar. Today. Remember, anytime you buy tickets, you should always buy them through our concert calendar. It gets us extra credit, and it gets us more tickets to give away for free. So please buy them through our concert calendar. KLBJFM.com. Earlier this morning, we were talking about uh, Reddit. Somebody on Reddit posted up, dear guy hiking in a thong, what the F? Go away or right. something like that. And immediately was pounced on by all these people in Reddit going, clearly you're a transplant. F mm-hmm. you, go home. You don't get Austin. Uh, someone hiking in a thong is the first sign of spring. And we started lamenting about how many. So proud of them. How many kind of weirdo icons in this city that have now gone away, either through attrition or they've moved or they've passed away or whatever. We need to kind of bring that back. 512-834-0937. Chewy brought up this great idea, which is, how did you word it? What are the what are the weirdos we're missing? What Austin weirdos or Austin culture is being done away with? I know we've, we've spoken about businesses that are gone mm-hmm. and things we used to do, events, but what cultural thing or what would you like to see Weirdo. more of? Can we say, can we see more of? Because otherwise we start, I, here's my one worry. I don't want to sound like, do you remember when, oh, cave it. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Sammy. Do you remember when Sammy left the air and then he came back and his whole show was just talking about how the whole world had gone to hell and, and the city had gone, and it sounded old. He sure, sounded, sure. Well, that he guy sounded was like the world years old, passed him I am, by. I am mid-30s, and I am someone that's primed and should be here in Austin. Right. And it's been here for almost 20 years. I'm just saying, can over we, 15. instead of lamenting too much, what will we want to see more of a return of? Mm. So, one day I was walking down the street with a bunch of my friends from college, and maybe a bunch of people had taken some... LSD that night. And we're going to walk from campus down to a show at Liberty Lunch. Mm-hmm. As people were wont to do back then, right? Mm-hmm. right? It was not a big deal to walk from campus to Liberty Lunch. 20 blocks, get there. There's no point. Nobody has any car, cars to drive. And coming around the corner, do you remember that there used to be a boat in the city that was a car? Uh, I feel like I've seen this before. Yeah. Do you remember this? It was a. It literally was a car, but they had built it out of a boat. So, but even with like the little light that comes off the back of a boat. Yeah. So around the corner came a boat. 
driving down the street, and someone goes, dude, there's a boat in the street. And maybe a lot of people were on hallucinogenics, so when somebody said, dude, there's a boat in the street, everyone thought, oh, my God, you put the suggestion of a boat in the street in my head. I must be hallucinating because it looks just like a boat. And then somebody said, no, 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 that's the one sober person in the group said, that's actually a boat in the street. And it's driving. And then they were like, no, 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 you're trying to fool us into believing that that is a boat (laughs) in the street. But the one sober guy kept going, no, dude, it's actually, it's an actual boat. And they're like, it does, you're making it, they were making that car look like a boat. You're making the car look like a boat. That's Austin, baby. Because there was just a boat that used to drive around the streets. And you don't have that now. What do you got? Teslas. Oh, that's so, oh, so crazy and eccentric. Oh, dude. <clears throat> On Saturday, my wife, oh, she really does make me go do a lot of stuff, doesn't she? On Saturday, she was like, I really want to go to Uptown Sports Club and have a, uh, a po' boy. And I just want to walk around. And I don't I don't recognize East 6th Street. We used to live down there. I don't recognize it anymore. I haven't lived there in quite some time. And it's a far cry from the sketchy place it used to be on a Saturday afternoon, mm-hmm. okay? Or just empty. And I don't even recognize. But we were just walking around in and out of the bars just to see what they look like now. And in one of them... I overheard a group of five guys, and they're all waiting on delivery on their Teslas, and they were comparing, they were comparing the stuff that <laughs> oh they, God. the additions that they got, or whatever the the aftermarket. And I was just listening to the five guys talk about, it, and they're like, oh, and then one guy has already gotten his, and he's like, well, here's what's gonna happen when it shows up. And it was an interesting conversation. Are y'all happy to listen with what to. y'all have become? Are y'all happy with where where y'all are? Like, I mean, Chewy, are you I happy you didn't get an invite to that crub Paul? Uh, crub Paul. <laughs> <laughs> that it's it, that when you insult crawl. me, it hurts more when you couldn't pronounce it. Sorry, correctly. that crub Paul. <laughs> I, I am Let's not actually call it a crub Paul, but I do miss Uptown Sports Bar. We, we didn't get invited to that, so we got it. Oh, it was the last minute. It was really just to get my my uh, daughter out of the house. Yeah, no, there's a just there's a different Austin that lives out there, man. Sounds fun. Let's go. To Brandon. Hey, Brandon. What is uh, what's uh, an element of weirdness that you, you that has left and you would like to see return? Well, part of it is still there. Good morning, guys. Good Hi, morning, everybody. Uh, Zilker Park. You know, back in the eighties, there was frisbee, hacky sack. It was just, it was an awesome making time. out. I, yeah, I haven't been out there. What'd you say? Making out. out. Oh, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, anyway. There were people that uh, but, would go off just barely kind of in the woods and do all kinds of stuff there oh, at Zilker. Oh, yeah, everywhere, man. It was just, it was different. And I haven't been down there in Zilker Park still there, but I'm pretty sure it's not the same it used to be. Well, but wait, yeah, now, I'd like to bring you back can't call here and complain about something that you have no authority. You can't say, well, I haven't been there, so I don't know that it's gone. Uh, well, last time I was down there, the vibe was real different, you know. So oh, there wasn't man. as much hacky sacking, a lot of yoga. In uh, in defense, in defense of the city, I don't even know where you would buy a hacky sack anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Make your own. Oh, it's such an antique deal. Yeah, I mean, I think the hacky sack got replaced by the devil sticks. Mm. Mm. You have the one that goes. Yeah, where you the juggle two? the juggle of two sticks. I think they're called devil sticks. Well, that guy's the devil. I don't know. How well, all to do those that. guys oh. too. Here's the problem with hack. The people that are into hacky sacking. Devil sticking and spinning that dowel that has a propeller on top. Mm-hmm. That group of people decided, well, I want to be able to do this professionally. I don't want to just do it on the weekends. And they found that if they went to Renaissance festivals, then they could ask for like a dollar or two. They would go, well, they just had to go, oh, me lady, oh, me lord, watch as I kick the king's sack. And they would do that, and then they can beg for a dollar or two, and then they eventually got sucked into the world of Renaissance fairs. Ah, 
Okay. And they left our fair right. city. Zilker's still well, there. It's just guys. now it's just good-looking people playing volleyball. I will say That's Zilker's it. way oh, hotter than it used to be. And I don't mean temperature-wise. I just mean all of downtown mm-hmm. on the weekend, Brandon, no offense to you, I've seen you. You can't hang out down there. I can't either. You and I got to go to Pflugerville, okay? Too charged. That's where I stay in Pflugerville, man. Well, gotta, and you know yeah, what? The city, there, the city thanks you for that. because Keep it there, buddy. Yeah, they, it's just, <laughs> you wouldn't believe how hot how good-looking the people are hanging out in the sun on the it's weekend now in the city. You get uncomfortable with my no, sweat stains. not me, brother. I, I get in where I fit in. All right. Yeah. All right, which Definitely. is an extra-large, extra-extra-large <laughs> shirt. Thank you. Yes, sir. We'll... All right, have a good one. Let's go to Indian Steve. That's so me. <laughs> hey, Steve, we haven't hey. heard from you in forever. How are you? I'm doing good, Matt. How are things? I, I heard you got uh, stabbed in the back by one of your colleagues. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it happens, it. It happens man. Happens it's just communication breakdown. It's always the same. Hey, Bob. Hey, you are the one to speak. I, I've been waiting for. I've been waiting for this uh, <laughs> restaurant, Indian restaurant tour, forever. Twenty twenty four is the I year it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. It is. I didn't know you. I haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Things happening. Is it? Oh, what's that? What's happening? Yeah. Another baby? Oh, were you learning how to walk on stilts? Were you part of that group in India that walked on stilts? I, you know what? I heard that. I was like, I, I got to call in. I got I to gotta defend my people here. Okay. <laughs> well, is that your, yeah, that's not I mean, your, eth, that's not your ethnic background group, is it? Whatever the, the kielbasa, not, whatever it was? Not. No, no, it is not. It's not my ethnic background, but I know, I know why they walk on stilts. Why? It's, it's basically to do with farming. Oh, so they don't step in doo-doo. Yeah, they come from a region where the trees are too tall. And uh, And the streets uh, have no name. Yeah. I thought they were all trying to pretend to be Bob. Uh, No, no, no. Hey, I I completely completely understand, though. Like, as a a gringo, you're not going to get this. Huh. Wow. So it's about the picking of fruit or something? Is that why the god has, like, eight arms? Yeah, what, what fruit are they picking? Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, Assam. I mean, the the, the region they they are from. It it is uh, very heavily forested and it gets heavy rains. So uh, the trees are pretty tall there. Okay. So, but you don't know what they're picking. They, you don't know if they're getting mangoes or some kind of uh, weird. No, leak. there are no mangoes there. I know. I know tropical I, fruit. It's hey, okay, Tesla Dan. I just <laughs> meant I just meant a fruit or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Some fruit. Some food, I, I don't know. Or, or Jack they, I mean, they, or something. They also have their houses on stage, some of them. Oh, really? Oh, like down in the valley. Yeah. We got those in the Galveston. coast. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, why so, are you Why are you calling today? <laughs> I, I'm calling to admonish you. <laughs> the admonishing you've gone through today. I will say that's the one I weird. Know. The one weird thing that we're not missing is admonishing Matt. That we seem to have plenty of that going on oh, on the show. Oh no, man. Well, I also empathize with you on the side. I mean, there's a little bit of empathy there because I have been stabbed by Bob, Bob in the back. No. Although you are so much closer. Well, and I'm. You and I are supposed to go boot shopping at some point. Do you own any boots yet? Not yet. I've been holding that out. Honestly, I, I, I don't even have your number. I don't, yeah, I don't even, we don't have your number. What am I supposed to put the bat signal up or something? How do we get? Do it. Just, how, just say, you know, you know, you, if you say like the name, uh, you just call out India three times on the show, and I'll, I'll call it. <laughs> call one eight hundred Madras, and uh, he yes. appears. <laughs> Bangalore. 
1-800, way too many people in way too small of a space. If I'm familiar with the culture, if we just break in the dance, he shows up and starts dancing with us. I was going to say, am I wrong about I've that? I've seen Bollywood. No, if we no, no. start dancing, he'll appear he'll in the behind be in the us. He'll in one of the guys, and we'll just ask him there. Dam All right. All right. Thank you. Thank you, NEC. We appreciate it. This is the year. It's going to happen, man. <laughs> see you in Vegas for Indian food. I didn't see any Indian food restaurants when I was in Vegas. You better believe it's there. We're looking yeah, for... Who are some of the weirdos that we're missing now? The uh, thong man used to ride a bike, and that's a totally different guy. Everybody, different on, the, everybody, on, the Esther's, everybody on the Esther's Corner has, sadly, in the last two years, passed away. Uh, led by Crazy Carl, of course, who ran for mayor a few times. But Crazy Carl would spin flowers on his fingertip. Mm-hmm. His wife and partner was uh, confined to a, a wheelchair. There was one other gentleman that hung out there, always dressed in a tie and a fedora. And the three of them owned that corner, Red River and Six, for 20-some-odd years. They were just there every Friday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. As to what they did or how they made a living, I cannot tell you. They were just there kind of street performing. The king, who played bass guitar, right out. further up Sixth Street. right. Near the Driscoll. Sometimes in the doorway of the Driscoll, I think. He was featured, of course, in the documentary The Last Days of the San Jose. San Jose Hotel, we all know now as being a high-end, fancy hotel. But when Liz Lambert took over that hotel in, I want to say, 93 or 94, it was a very different situation. Mm -hmm. And there was a documentary made about that. So I think we there there is a real dearth in weird street musician, isn't there? Yeah. Occasionally, I'll see an actual like kind of like a frat boy or something. It's set up doing covers, but it doesn't have the same feel as like the King, who only played the bass, which is not really a lead not instrument, not really a standalone instrument, and yeah. and would wear a crown. Right. How did Bourbon Street grow but not lose its culture? But Austin grew and but lost all of its culture. That's that's not true. I'm no. not seeing and that that's, right. Yeah, yeah, you're seeing that through rose-colored glasses, yeah. I believe. I guess because I'm an outsider from there. But yeah, Bourbon Street has now become a huge attraction for outsiders and tourists. It's no longer what it was uh, in earlier. twenty years ago. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Sorry, yeah. man. Sorry, <laughs> but it's the same thing as with Dirty Six. I mean, I don't. Do you know of any? Austinites that really hang out on 36, it's mainly going to be tourists, Unless you're looking right? for a fight. Yeah. No. It's all about E6 now. But, now, I mean... We had our we had the guy that they called the running man, who used to be at Runberg and Lamar. Yes. You remember him? Yes. Yes, we I interviewed. Do. We brought him in on the show and interviewed him What once. happened to him? Ran out. <sighs> he got tired? Had to take a seat? Yeah, catch his breath? I think I'll go home now. I miss all the manic street preaching that we used to have in the city. Oh, now, I went to UT in UT the 70s. Campus. It had a oh little my charm. Right How did you outs- know I was protesting? Right outside the co-op there, that dude would yell at the top of his voice, that Jesus love me? There was, Why was he so angry, though? There was a larger man. He was tall yeah. and rotund. And do you remember yeah. he used to walk to town from Maynard every day? Well, he would drive to the edge of the town, and then he would walk. He had a cross with a little wheel on the back of it. Mm-hmm. So he would... He would Pull it into town like Jesus did. Now, Jesus didn't have the advantage of having a little wheel on his cross, so it wasn't quite well, as convenient. Not been invented yet. He lived in Maynard, and then they found <laughs> out that he was driving up near the campus and then walking into the campus area carrying the cross. But he would admonish everybody and let them know that they were all going to hell for having sex. Somebody you're a sinner, you're a sinner. And then he would take a break, and he turned out to be kind of chill. There was another guy. Remember, there was a guy 
who used to pray to trees. He would. I don't remember that. He one. was around the no, UT either. campus, and you would regularly see him having discussions with and praying, and then screaming at trees. Mm. Okay. I think the band Screaming Trees might have been named after him. Okay. He okay. would regularly. Yeah, he was. Then there was the woman who used to be a UT professor. She had some mental illness. She shaved her head. She was a larger woman. She would carry a bedroll with her and walk around a UT campus. But nobody would talk to. Like she would bark at you. She was. Uh, she was mean. She was angry. Mm-hmm. And um, but she was a fun character. Yeah. And then there were the large groups of hair pilers that used to live around the. It would, would come down to you to Sixth Street, mm-hmm. Dirty Six, and they would ha- hand out those Jack Chick tracks. You know what I'm talking about? The no. where will you spend eternity? Eternity. No, I don't remember those people. Uh, they would show up too. So I just I just feel like some of the characters. I don't know if you just can't afford to be a character in this town anymore. Because if you're you're not really you're not making a lot of time for extra money if you're just dragging across around the city. Mm-hmm. You kind of have to be on uh, SSI or something. Yeah. yeah. Hey, weren't the Guardian Angels here for a while? For a brief period of time, they were. Really? Yeah. What was that about? Uh, I don't know. They I guess they felt I guess they were trying the franchise into I don't know how they made the money because they worked for free, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were training guardian angels here to I walk think the streets. Once, and- once Jenny Jones couldn't have the head of the guardian angels on once a week, <laughs> I think that it maybe it lost some. Curtis Wheeler. Hey, at least now we have David Douglas. And then we had some other volunteer groups that used to patrol the downtown. What happened to those people? They couldn't engage, but they could radio in stuff. I think we should go back to encouraging people to be their full selves here in the city. And not... I mean, we've had, like, one guy who decided to be his full self. He took an automatic weapon, and he went around the city shooting. That's more impulsive kind yeah, of Yeah, and we don't thoughts. need so much no, of that, no. right? We don't need so we could We could use a little less of that. That guy might have stopped doing that if he was a jester or was miming like he wanted to. Mm-hmm. But whatever, his dad made him stop doing that. So For a while, I remember everybody got excited about Thong Guy. There was a guy in a thong that would ride his bike around. And then people were like, yeah, I just saw him where, wherever. And then people started going, wait a minute. No, you didn't. You saw him here. And then it turned out we realized that this town had two competing thong guys. Yeah. As annoying as they were, do you remember the tall bike guys? Mm-hmm. They had bikes that were approximately 12 to 20 feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> the big wheel guys? No, no. It would be a regular size bike wheels, and they would build these tall frames, and then they would have to get on top of it, and then they would, to rest... Like up there on the drag, they would go up against the building and then lean against the building to rest, and then they would go riding some more. The original no. flex, yeah. We traded that guy for another well, rich no, guy not, with a Tesla. No, 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 not that guy. Those guys. Those it was guys. a group of guys. Damn, bring them back. That rode tall bikes around the city. They were around the same time as Rollerblade guy. There was this guy that went all around town, all around town, shorts. Love it. Not Walkman hours. strapped to his arm. Love it. Doing all kinds of turn, like no shirt, never wore a shirt. Who needs it? And just rollerblading and rollerblade dancing, doing his uh. flex, getting his attention. But did everybody just realize, oh, I can get all the attention I need now on Instagram? I don't need to go into public to get my attention? Yeah, yeah, I just need to be some boring-ass person and post it on Instagram, and I get a ton of likes. You know, one of Especially the theories I have is that because of the pando, no one carries cash anymore. So these guys can't even, you can't even... Oh, so if they're, they're not busking even getting, they're not even getting any quarters. Everybody or, knows how to make a QR code, though. I know, but they might not have internet access or a bank account to deposit it in or whatever. I don't know, but I think the Pando might have put an end to the 
final call in this section? Last call, Nicholas. What's up, man? Go ahead. Hey, what's up, guys? Go ahead, brother. What's up? Hey, uh, yeah, y'all remember the uh, the Zendek tribe? Absolutely. What's that? These little pamphlets. Zendek on, Farm uh, on the drag, it- and they were like a commune basically they were a commune they were kind of out toward the buta area or actually more like toward bastrop uh yeah buta used to be like the boonies man we yeah. used to make fun of them and i was from huddo and we would make fun of you i love the zendek farm do you remember when zendek farm had their own show on television for a while with what? wolf wolf zendek was the head of the zendek farm what? yeah no yeah no, on on, on actv or acac as it was known for a while um, the Access Channel. Oh, award-winning yeah. Earl! You got an award. And uh, yeah, it was the Zendek Farm. I loved the Zendek Farm. Was very into them. Maybe that's what yeah, happened we is get, we got rid of ACTV to, to buy some window pane, and I'd, I they'd always just put a little pamphlet in my hand, and it was just a bunch of gibberish, you know. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. if you were down on the drag yeah. buying window pane, do you remember the incense man? Ten sticks a dollar? Ten sticks a dollar? No. There was a guy no, that made I his don't. own incense. And I, I didn't go to UT, so we would sneak over there when we were in high school and just get in trouble. Yeah, well, no, I know you didn't go to UT if you said, I went down to the drag to get some window pane. Uh, that tells me that you weren't, you, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> you would have known that it didn't exist there. You had to go back one yeah. street. <laughs> Y'all want to hear my Leslie story, though? No. No, not really. No. It, we're the no. one, sh- the only show in town that uh, we had too many negative run-ins with Leslie. He's not a, he's a oh, we don't okay. see him as a cultural icon. <laughs> Fair enough. I Fair miss Fair him. enough. I miss him. Thanks, man. Of course you do. You Appreciate turn, it. You turn no good turncoat. I love it. We're mornings with Matt and Bob, powered by Chewy. Yeah, we are. Your home for Texas, I mean, for Ted Nugent News. The Detroit City Madman. Um, Motor City. Motor, Motor City, City Madman. Mad uh, we'll be at Buck's Backyard in April. We just made the announcement. Tickets on sale now. We present. KLBJFM presents. Boy, it's going to be awkward. awkward if they said, you guys want to meet Ted? And I go, I, um, Ted is, uh, he, uh, has he ever heard our show? <laughs> I don't want to get shot in the head with a bow and arrow. <laughs> uh, let's do this. Let's. You, we got some dumb stuff, some, some yeah. jams. Yeah. To kick, kicking out the jams. I got one. Who wants to start? I was assuming you were. Uh, Motorola's got this new phone, right? And it's a bendable phone. And they they were doing some demos. And what country was this? They were doing some demos but recently. They, so it's a it's a it very a, thin phone, about the size of a i you know a Max iPhone or whatever. Is it purposely bendable, or is it yeah, like, no, or is it like the iPhones that were bending when people put them in their back pocket? It's bendable. Okay, and it comes with a uh, like a kind of a cloth mm-hmm. backing that the the screen is on, so everything is kind of thin. Well, people have started wearing these as watches and wrapping it around their wrist. Wait, the size of a phone? Like right here? Oh, because it bends in half. Oh, okay. No, you can literally bend it in a circle if you wanted to. It doesn't... Oh, so you wear it as like a cuff, like a, yeah. a cuff. Um, and it has a clock on it. You can put a clock on the screen, and people have been wearing these as phones. I mean, as uh, watches. So I guess the Dick Tracy mm-hmm. thing is really happening now, you know? Well, they've already had the Apple Watch. I know, but now this is big. Bigger. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they're going to have to keep up. Apple's coming up with a ring that already... Takes all your biometrics. How is it that the things that we so laughed at of now 
But what were you like saying? If, if somebody came out with a big phone wearable watch like that, would have been like, well, this is ridiculous technology. No one will adopt it because it looks so stupid. So they finally worked and worked and worked to get it small enough to be the size of a watch. Right. And right after that, Motorola said, hey, how about this? How about we just do some 1980s technology and make it huge? And people are like, yeah, that seems kind of cool. That cool. And if one of the humans Ka- are weird, if one of the Kardashians or Kanye wears this, it's then, done. Then it's done. Where everybody will all be wearing giant wraparound phones for watches. I think this next generation is just kind of losing their self awareness because they don't care how stupid they look with they don't Apple care. Vision The stupider the better. And Matt, you were saying, I think you were teasing last week, but we never got around to it. You said you saw a laser projector that could fill up three walls yes. of your home with images? Yes. At the same time? Yes. So if you wanted to if you wanted your bedroom to be like a jungle environment, you could No, 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 no. It was so if you have a projector where you're watching big screen TV, yeah. you project it on the wall. Yeah. Except it projects out of Three sides, so you can watch through. So you can. Oh online. yeah, but why not use it as an environmental thing too, with with backgrounds? Why not just buy wallpaper? Because the wallpaper is not going to move. Tigers and stuff won't jump out out of wallpaper. That's what we need: electronic wallpaper that I put it up, and at any moment it looks like a tiger is going <laughs> to jump out. Just jump. Keep me on my toes. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying if it was. Uh, Bob, if this comes to the, uh, because this, is this only available overseas right now or is it available? I, I, I love that I Motorola know. went from having the Razor, which was the coolest, hottest cell phone mm-hmm. you could have for, a, for well, when was that? Like late 90s, it, early no, 2000s? It was like, oh, I had one in like, oh, five or oh, four or something mm-hmm. like that. Oh, so late 90s is when they were cool? Yeah. See what I did to you? Yeah, you got it. The Razor was like, that was a thing. If you were down on 6th Street and a guy pulled out a Razor, you're like, well, that guy's going to get all the girls. He's got the Motorola Razor. All he's got to do is sit there and play Snake. That's it. That was the coolest. The Razor was the phone. And then Motorola disappeared because everybody else came up with better smartphones, and Motorola had managed to not sign an account with anybody. Mm -hmm. They somehow just didn't see the future. I think if I had this bendable phone, I would figure out a way to attach it to my Stanley mug. I think there's enough real estate there, and I could have a phone mug. While I'm while I'm hydrating, I could watch the news, make phone calls. Is that the secret? Come up with a phone that I can drink out of? Mm-hmm. You really belong in Austin. Like, should if if they came out with a cell phone that just had a handle, like a mug handle on yeah. the side of it, right. would that be the next big thing? Come on, Stanley. Yeti. Let's get it let's get it going. Let's get let's get one of your mugs. It keeps ice for four days and also has a phone in it. We should ma- let's make a dumb commercial with the new Stanley iPhone case yeah. and just have a handle on it with a straw that comes out of the top. <laughs> I hope the Stanley mug run is over. It's I not. Think it's I'm over. thinking of getting a second. Nah. I'm thinking of having a two Stanley garage. Well, they're probably available now. I don't. I think. So. I think it's done. It's been two or three weeks. You hear that? That's ice from New Year's That's Eve. That sound of watered down something. Do you see? Do you see that Sawyer Stoll forgot his at home one morning, and he took, he took some kind of styrofoam cup and put duct tape it, on it. Did a duct tape handle? It worked because he was. That's ingenuity. Uh, the other story is, and I hope Bob gets his restitution here, because AT and T, after being out for I don't know how long, when did y'all get service back? It was only one morning. 
Yeah. An was, entire morning? But of everyone I knew that was out, I was the last. Like 1 p.m., right? Yeah. After lunch? After yeah, we did after lunch? we went to the Dead Lobster. Well, AT&T wants to give you $5 for your trouble. Thank you, AT&T. I think I should decide how much they give me. How much would you give yourself? They should, a court or some, a court of law should decide what's suitable compensation. I mean, you can argue that, hey, somebody, I missed a, a hospital call or, or a stock, I, I missed a, a lawyer. Maybe I trade on my phone yeah, and I missed yeah. a big opportunity, but they're going to, I'm sure there's somewhere in the fine print, in the many, many pages of fine print in a phone contract that. You know, twenty would have been the twenty minimum. bucks would have been the minimum. I for think. for six hours of no I think, service. I think a new yeah. phone, an update, an update to the next. God, people oh. get greedy. They get greedy. You've had no service before because, like, if you go to if you go to ACL Fest, right? There's no way to have enough antennas to mm-hmm. handle a group. Out, so you just don't have cell service for the day. Give me you've my lived without dollars. You've lived without self service before. This thing, I want my twenty dollars. So into people's heads, the idea that you would say, I mean, five dollars. How much is your bill per month? Like probably well, like hundred bucks. Bills are different. I don't know. What do you mean, everybody? They, let's say, even if it's a hundred dollars, maybe I leveled up. Let's say a hundred dollars. What did they used to call Divided by that? three, thirty. Upgrade. We so, know when you bought more service. Wasn't that called level up or something? I don't know. They're giving you, t- basically, they're giving you a two-day credit for a half a day of, of service. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be a bootlicker. I could care. And less how, about how are the they getting this $5 tobacco? to me in a gift card, a gas? No. A, a they'll give you a, like a, they'll give you a credit on your next month's bill, well, probably. I'll never see that. Right. You Thank are, you for right the $5. You I, want, I want them to hand me a $5 bill. And well, they're, look, they're overcharging us anyway. I know you did the math just now, but come on. How much does data cost? Also... That satellite stays up there. You don't have to gas it up or anything. Whose <laughs> grandmother is running AT&T that they... That they're sending you a birthday card with one $5 bill in it. it was, it's somebody's grandma is running AT&T. They were like, well, what What do we do? How do we make keep the... Can we send them $5? Can we send them a savings bond? Oh, savings bonds. I would like to... I say we should send them all a $5 savings bond. It encourages the children to save. I think it's just like it's a digital toll road. That's it. You already set up all the stuff. Just give it all away for free. Let everybody ride the road for free. Scam. What else could they give us? How else could they compensate? If it's not with cash, do they have some other service? Don't they own HBO or something? Maybe. Yeah, they'll let you do it. Can't they give us a month free something? See, now that's a good barter. Right. Doesn't AT&T have a stadium somewhere? Like down in San Antonio? Yeah, free cowboy game for everybody. Yeah, send us all to a free... I want a free concert. Free churro. I want to see Sting and... Who's Sting coming with? (laughs) Billy Joel. I want to see Sting and Billy Joel. For free, because you did. Cause, God, oh, thank a, you for giving me that burden. Do not punish me twice, AT and T. I'm going. You're going to go to see Sting. I'm going to and- go talk to Johnny Rude right after the show and see if he, someone left their tickets at the front desk or something. Apple says if you get your phone wet, stop, stop, stop putting it in rice. Please stop putting your. Apple is warning customers to stop putting their phones in bags of rice when devices get wet. Why? Putting wet electronics in bags of rice to absorb the moisture has long been a common DIY practice, but the iPhone manufacturer updated the guidance on its support page specifically to warn their customers against it. Is something bad happening? I mean, what could happen? 
They just say, well, first of all, most of their phones now, phone? most of their phones now are pretty much waterproof. They're saying, look, a wet iPhone, wipe it dry, allow it to air dry, the moisture will evaporate, you should be fine. But remember, if you've replaced your screen or had some other service done on it, it might not be waterproof anymore. They also say, remember this, don't plug it in until you know it's dry, because that's where you'll get shorts. But how do you know it's not working? They also said, don't use cans of compressed air or external heat. Sources. Oh, then give me an idea that will work. Now there's an idea. Well, they just gave Buy you an idea. Phone? Yeah. No, they gave you an idea. They said wipe it dry and allow it, allow it to air dry naturally. Here's what I think is happening. You know how they switch to this USB-C charging port? Mm-hmm. What does that look like to you? Wait a minute. How do you have USB-C? Have a new phone? I still have lightning. Oof. 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 Jeez. Jesus Christ, dude. I said that out loud. Oh my God, I can't believe I just said that out loud. Maybe please don't. No maybe sp- don't don't port shame me right now. Maybe spend a little less money going to Vegas every weekend <laughs> you, and invest in a are, damn phone. Are you port shaming me? You weren't in Vegas for the electronics convention. I can tell you that. Oh my God. No, no, I have USB C too. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder he still has a Stanley Cup. You're using USB two. This is USB C. It's three. Hmm. Anyway, can we get... What does that look like to you? USB-C? Yeah, but what does it look like to you? Big orifice? It's a grain of rice. Yeah. Oh, it can fit, get lodged in oh. there. But it, you know what, though? I don't trust them because it's like, oh, yeah, don't do all those possible free fixes for your phone. Just go out and buy a new one. Why do you think that's a better idea? You don't get to be the world's most valuable company. Right. Literally the world's most valuable company by by trying to get people to keep their stuff and take care of it for a long time. Do you? No. Mm -mm. And wait a minute. Is this Apple or AT&T saying this? What happened to the pet rock company? Was it Apple? Everybody got a rock, and it turns out you don't need to update the rock. It worked just fine the way it was. Can you answer me a question, too, Apple, AT&T, whoever? And this goes for the uh, iPod, AirPod Pros, too. Why does everything you make like a bar of soap? Slippery. Yeah, I don't understand why that I don't, surface I don't is... understand why you can't put some tactile surface on there so I don't keep dropping stuff. I think that's and, just true. And, and, and the iPod, the, the oh, iPod, the AirPod case is even slipperier than an iPhone. I don't know what they're coating it with. To make you drop it? Pam or something. Yeah. Hmm. Are you buttering these things or what? I don't know. Yes. They go straight from the factory at Foxconn over to Lando Lakes and then eventually (laughs) onto the consumer. I mean, it's got to be one of the most brilliant things to do if you want people to keep buying your stuff year after year after year. You talk about built-in... Obsolescence. This is built-in drop Hey, Siri... Why is the iPhone so slippery? Wow. Classic iPhone. Classic. <laughs> it wants to know whose phone. Okay. Spitting on your screen. Did you... Hey, let's ask someone that can knows we, more. Can we, send, can we send Siri to one of those English as a second language oh, classes or something? There she goes. She'll get it. No, she won't. That's probably the worst Siri's feature. Really iPhone is terrible. Has. The really worst is feature. Absolutely they have terrible. Is Siri. Did you want to take us to a caller? We can go just real fast. Oh, and... now for my brown brother. For the last minute. 
Manny is this? Huh? Which, I can't uh, tell anymore. Real Manny. That's which, real Manny? Yeah. Which iPhone hey. do you have? What's up? They owe us a full body massage for stressing us out with no phone. <laughs> the front, too? Dude, that's Everything. not... I want a forehands <laughs> massage. That's also not fair because some people have more body than other people, Manny. It's not even. Hey. 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 We got to get a happy ending and then I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Manny, I thought you used one of those field phones from World War II that you that you have them. to that you have to crank up. And you only pay one time, and that's it for life. Damn. <laughs> I thought about you this weekend, Manny. There was some kind of like vintage sale thing at one of these bars with all the young kids, and just a regular army shirt. You know what I'm talking about? A regular army drab green. They were selling for yeah. like forty-five bucks. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's you, a ripoff. I know. What do you got them for? <laughs> oh, I got them here cheaper. A lot. Uh, just a t-shirt? No, like like a button-up, like a uh, fatigue. Oh, I got some here for twenty bucks. There you go. Wow. Man. All right, hipsters, head on over to Army Navy. Don't look. Don't look, Manny, directly in the eye. <laughs> Now go get you, save yourself some money. Stop right. overspending, ladies. Thank you, Manny. Thank Army you, Navy Manny. Store. Sorry, we don't have time for fake Manny today. We got to go. Sorry, fake Manny. Man, we got to get out of here. Don't forget, Ted Nugent, on sale now. KLBJFM presents the most awkward April 13th release I think we're, we're going to lean in. We are going to lean we're in. We're leaning in. April 13th. It's a Saturday night. No excuses. We'll. Some of us will be there. All of us will be there, and go ahead and get those tickets. <laughs> All right, everybody. Leave the oil behind this year if you want the top quality CBD that's out there. Uh, Next Evo is who we rely on, and you can save money right now. Tell them about it, Bob. Nextevo.com, promo code KLBJ. Get 25% off your order. Next Evo, KLBJ.